okay, we are golden like the proverbial goosey. <laughs> the golden like the goose. Yeah, golden like the goose. Red Robin. Yum. I do appreciate the penises. We can genuinely, and I'm not talking Tacticon, I mean like us collectively as a gun community, we can change the fucking narrative. We can. We need Once to, and for all. We need to have a paradigm shift. We can, a paradigm shift yeah. completely. Defend our freedom, to defend our lives, and to protect our country. And because, to overthrow the government. But yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't we just tell the government to go fuck themselves? Interesting few days since the release of the previous podcast. It was. Mm. It was very fascinating. Fascinating and eye-opening. Yeah, it was eye-opening. It was it was a good time. It was a it was a good time. It's a gay old time. Gay old time. Hello, everybody. Or should I I could see what is going down in this two-horse town? Welcome to the to a Procast. Today we have a special edition. Especial. No, it is just an addition. Yeah, it's just an addition. But it is episode 25, which is we're a quarter of a way to um, 100. That's totally meaningless. I have no idea it's why I even said that. It's completely meaningless. No idea why it's I said great, that. Though. But to start us off. Uh, we want to we one of our, give thanks. I want to give thanks to. On this Thanksgiving day. Uh, our Discord channel. And who's who's popping, pop locking and proverbially dropping. Pop in, lock in there. drop. And uh, they're they're. They're amazing. I haven't been in there for a while because I've been really busy, but I'm usually in there poking around. Um, you've been in there. I've been in there. Engaging, yes. if you will. And Discord's great because you can uh, you can do what you want. It's your hot body. You can you say can, what you want. You can do what you want and what you really, really want. Uh, Spice Girls? Yeah. Nice. Um, and, and. Oh, careful. We it might is, get demonetized. There are. Sh- <laughs> yeah. You will. You'll get. Yeah. You'll get demonetized. We got fucking demonetized. Anyway, later yeah. on in the podcast, we yeah, yeah, we'll discuss this. Uh, to Jake from Autism Flynn at L. Yes. And everybody from Discord, I do appreciate the penises that uh, have been drawn on the outside of the packaging. Yeah. This so our Discord what group, I they really have... appreciate oh, is that they came in uh, a one to one life size ratio. Of what, uh, of what, a, rep- a real representation of, of of the actual size. Oh, true to size, yes. Yeah, and that's yeah. when it's warm. Yeah, so no, that's I I gave them measurements. Fresh out of the spa. <laughs> fresh out of the spa. Yeah. No, I just wanna I I'll chime in on that. I want to say thank you guys so much, the members of the Discord group that, um, really pitched in and made this happen. It was very very sweet of you guys. Autism, I think you headed it, and then along with the moderators in there, that all kind of came together and made this happen. You know, it makes us feel. It, it really does. It makes us feel loved that you guys are getting benefit out of everything and that you're here with us. It really so, does, man. Thank you. It's cool. It's cool to get involved in that community and, um, you know, have you. I, I've learned a lot in yeah. that group. A Absolutely. lot of things that I, you know, not to include how to use Discord, which has been great, but also, <laughs> and they've guided me along yeah. the way. They're like, you push this button to get here and that button to get in that this channel. This is so, called a mouse. Yeah, <laughs> this old man, I do appreciate it. And, you know, the outline of a, the outline of a uh, uh, an appendage never hurts here, yeah. so let's crack it open. And in case you were wondering, I got flippy floppies. Yeah. They got Whoa. me a brand new pair of uh, them rainbow sandals. Yeah, so, buddy. Thanks, boys. Are those and are girls? You, are you gonna keep those out of the dirt? No. <laughs> oh, 
I, f- I feel like something tactical is coming my way. Oh, my goodness. I feel like something real. You mother fuckers. <laughs> what a troll gift dude. just a troll gift Whoa. indeed that's too much dude got, okay first much. of all listen this is a too much because these things are expensive that's a pricey meatball it is a pricey meatball but i will say this i've always wanted to give her a check test her out and put her up against the Tacticon optics. Yeah, against the Predator V4, because this SRO is, you know, I, I would suppose comparably modeled uh, to the Similar uh, design. Predator V4, yeah. a comparable design. It doesn't, you know, ours doesn't look like a telescope. And at first I was thinking, did you guys AliExpress this, like fucking Lucas Bakken? Or is it a real Trigicon SRO? But I'm seeing actual serial numbers on the back, of which you cannot, they do not do this, I don't think. When you get them as a knockoff. Nope. So if this is so. real, you it's guys, a one MOA. You guys are amazing. It's a one MOA. It's a one MOA. Oh, and a, oh, and and a, letter. a letter. Oh, very nice. All right. Read the letter for all of us we'll to read enjoy. the letter. All right, here we go. Tacticon Christmas letter. letter. Dear Jake, Nolan, Jason, and Colt Haniel. My name is Sean Flynn, and I wanted to start off with Merry Christmas. I go by Autism Flynn on the Discord, and I had this idea. I've watched you all go above and beyond by the, uh, about the Second Amendment and, never have, and have never met a group of people more dedicated to it. I'm beyond grateful for everything about the community you are building and it going out and connecting people together to better themselves, just absolutely wrapping our wallets like Super Douche T-Rex tells us. That's amazing. I wanted to compliment you on your allegiance to the Second Amendment, on you being well-spoken, um, smarter and better-looking than Nolan. That's um, fair. We're sure that you would be a better shot than Nolan and could also beat his ass if, if it came down to the octagon. So I appreciate that, guys. You're absolutely right. Um, we like you better than Nolan. That's why we continue to watch your videos and not Nolan's. Um, and if it weren't for you still on the channel, we would have unsubscribed. Thank you guys very much for that. That I means a lot it. to That's actually, us. it didn't say any of that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I reached out to members on the Discord with the idea of who wants to do something for them since they do so much for us. I had overwhelming success, so thanks for not only to myself, but as well as Hickabilly, Mallory, a.k.a. Hipster, Travis Johnson, and Tactic Stash 91. I mean, there, it goes on to list a lot of names, so I will, uh, you guys don't know any, who any of those guys are, but we... Uh, we, we we thank you, and I do see all the people on here. I'll pass this over to Nolan so you can read them. Um, and, of course, Whiskey Romeo, who we know is Liam, thank you very much. Thank you for allowing all of us to connect and meet some truly great people. Merry Christmas, you tactical sluts. A note from Scott Trash Panda Allen. Merry Christmas from living room to fob. We all need a little Christmas. Like the Supreme Court ruling shall not be infringed means not fucking be infringed. But from the termites to Tacticon, have a Merry Christmas. And from an old gunner to another, stay alert, stay alive, and we have your six. And my friends, I'm getting chills reading that. I'm serious. That is fucking cool. That is really, really cool. So all of the participants are right down there in the second paragraph. I just wanted to say that um, to those of you that aren't in Discord, that are, that are also supporting us on the YouTube channel and anywhere else on the internet, um, 
it is a huge thank you. Thank you for allowing us to wrap up this year and giving us the support and the drive that we needed because I'm not going to lie. If I was speaking to a blank audience, to an audience that didn't exist out there, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. There wouldn't be a point. I would just go about making tactical equipment. But the fact that you guys spend your time, your hours and hours listening to these podcasts mm -hmm. and talking to us in the comments and letting us know your feedback, how you feel. We read all those. Yeah, we do. We, we do. We him come and I, through it I constantly. swear to God, him and I just sat down today for several hours and went through comments. So many. Comments so many upon comments. comments. And dude, if we don't reply to every single one of them, it doesn't mean it wasn't read. Like, I promise you we read them. Yeah. And I promise you that him and I were just talking today about how grateful we are to have an audience. Um, it wasn't specifically that exact thing, yeah. but we're, we're grateful to be able to do what we do. And, um, and we couldn't do it without you. So yeah. And it's, you. you know, like, like Jake said, expanding upon that, like if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. We're not, we don't necessarily like to be on camera. We're not here to inflate our egos. We're not here to, because we feel like we need to say what we need to say. Like, I guess I should say, we don't feel like we need to shove our, our message down people's throats. No, but you and I were talking today and it was a really good conversation over lunch. And it was about what needs to be done about the second amendment, what needs to be done within our own community mm -hmm. and the firearm community. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like we can really like together the support that we have with you guys out there we can genuinely, and I'm not talking Tacticon, I mean like us collectively as a gun community, we can change the fucking narrative. We can. We need Once it. and for all. We need to have a paradigm shift. We can, a paradigm shift completely. Yeah. So I don't know if this is jumping into it too fast, but yeah, you, you brought up something really profound to me today, and I'm just going to let you say it because I was like, man, that's a great fucking idea. And I'll tell you what prompted it, okay? What, what prompted it, you guys, was I said... What would be really cool is to take any and all money that we end up making from any of the ventures that we're doing right now, um, including like the 2A Pro course to help people start a business in the 2A space to 2APro.com, which is right. going to be completely given back into the Second Amendment community. And let's start 2APro.org, which is going to essentially build a platform to get the youth to come in and train with us. I don't give a, I don't give a shit if it's Nerf, Airsoft, but build these ranges out to, to get them involved in the tactical community until they can get up into an actual firearm right. and really change the game from the ground up. And then you said, we need to change the narrative of how firearms are viewed in the country and, and across the world, really, which is guns are commonly looked at as items to kill. They are looked at as weapons of death when they need to be looked at as weapons of protection. So instead of something that will end a life, it needs to be looked at as something that will save a life. That's exactly how he worded it at lunch. And it kind of hit me really hard. He said, he said this, he said, firearms need to be looked at, looked at as life saving tools, not life ending tools. Right. Yeah. Something yeah, very, very, very similar, similar to that. Yeah. And you know what? You should be able to hold up a med kit and hold up a firearm and say, what is the difference between these two? And yes, there's a difference between the two, but there shouldn't be. One plugs holes, one, one makes holes, but they're both used to save life. Right. Right. And if people started looking at firearms in a way 
that it was going to save their life, their family's life, and preserve the freedoms for the future generations to come. Mm -hmm. We would have, like you said, a paradigm shift of what the Second Amendment is supposed to mean. Right. Excluding the military. Excluding the, like, just like excluding the military. 99 point, I would say 0.99% of all of the guns are used to defend life. Yeah. I would feel safe to say that. Yeah. Like that, that is their purpose. That is the whole, that is the sole purpose. Right. Of the second amendment. Correct. Is to defend our, our freedom. To defend our freedom, to defend our lives and to protect our country and because, to overthrow the government. But yeah. <laughs> freedom is. But YouTube doesn't like when I say that. No, they don't. Freedom is an innate human right. Right. We are born with the right to be free. That it, it and the Constitution and what our founding fathers were instilling was not that our rights come from a piece of paper. No, they were just reminding us, hey, guys, you have these rights. Don't fucking forget it. The government can't take them from you. Yeah. It's the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Very simply put, right? Fucking freedom. Yep. Yeah. Very simply put, that's that's exactly what it should be. And, and the First Amendment is obviously, you know, meant to talk about it. Yeah. And meant to raise awareness about whatever it is that you want to free to say what you need to say against your, uh, to your friends, to your enemies, to your government. And then obviously the second is meant to protect the first, right? Right. To protect our right to be able to defend ourselves with freedom of speech using more violent force. But sometimes that has because sometimes because words are the first line of defense always. And if words don't work, weapons do. Yeah, what is the other uh, thing that you said to me about about war, which was really interesting? You 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 know we we were talking about yes, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about the war, truce of nineteen fourteen. The truce of nineteen fourteen. Go into that a little bit. So if you guys don't know, I feel like I'm the fat electrician right now, and if you've never watched his stuff, he's <laughs> fucking great. He, he just he, gives you down the it leads you down the historical rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, he he uh, he looks up all these like firsthand accounts of like history mm. and like makes it really fun and entertaining. Fucking phenomenal. I've been That's cool. I've been binging his shit. But the truce of 1914, it happened in World War I. On the Western Front, Germans are fighting the Brits and the French. And so initially, the quote-unquote allied forces, the British, the French, they said, hey, war will be over by Christmas, guys. Don't fucking worry about it. No biggie. War is going to be over by... It wasn't over by Christmas. Fun fact, that was the First World War. Nobody knew it by then, but hey, here we go. The Pope suggested a ceasefire for Christmas to let everybody celebrate Christmas, High Command didn't really listen. High Command was like, nah, fuck that, we're killing each other. Well, on the on Christmas Eve that night, the German soldiers decided, hey, it's Christmas Eve, we're gonna open presents. We're opening presents from home. They lit lanterns along their um, their trenches, which, mind you, were some of them were no more than 30 meters apart from their enemy. Think about that. Trench warfare, you're 30 meters apart. You could spit on each other from that distance. Um, they started singing Christmas carols. They were lighting lanterns. They were laughing. They were having a good time. Well, the British and the French were overhearing this, and they started lighting lanterns of their own. They started singing Christmas carols of their own. And eventually, both the British, or all three of the British, French, and German on the Western Front, all across the Western Front there, started crossing no man's land. And they started exchanging gifts. They started playing football, football, soccer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and they spent Christmas together. They were exchanging gifts. They were giving each other haircuts. They were uh, playing soccer together, laughing, being jolly, being merry, having Christmas together. One day prior, they were slaughtering each other from trench to trench, and the next day, they're hugging and singing Christmas carols. Didn't she say not a shot fired from the evening of the 24th until the morning of the 26th? Until the morning of the, or until, uh, yeah, the 26th. So from there, Mm. high command on both sides tried to instill enforcement techniques to never let that happen again. They were threatening to kill soldiers. They were threatening to um, throw them in, in jail, they were using propaganda techniques by saying, hey, you do that again, the Germans will have you tricked and they're just gonna gun you down. So they started using all these propaganda techniques. I don't know what the Germans were doing. I need to look into that more, but I do know that that was coming from the British and the French. Um, And what I said to that, I I was thinking about this because it's devastating. That's a devastating story to me. You have brothers across countries slaughtering each other, but when they meet, face-to-face, they're laughing, having fun, and being friends. Yeah. And so the, the quote that kind of came into my mind was, if wars were decided by soldiers, they would never be fought, but they're, they're uh, continued on by the politicians at home. Yeah, we would obviously choose a different path than one that led into violence, mayhem, and death, but obviously sometimes there's no other way, especially when others are dictating those procedures for you um yeah i I think that's you know there's you know don't tune out if you're religious this isn't meant to be a religious podcast but um i did hear something a story that was told by a pastor Mm -hmm. by a pastor in church who was um it was a pretty incredible story uh and it was real i mean the guy had the pictures to back it up and there were other people with him that were there at that church to back up the story unless they were just all lying and took fake pictures. Sick. <laughs> but here, here the story goes. So this, uh, this gentleman took a, uh, a trip to uh, the Kurdish territory of Iraq back in 2017. That was back when ISIS still held Mosul. Um, That's a dangerous spot back in 2017. very dangerous yeah. spot. It's probably still very dangerous. And they, they did that just to bring, obviously, the only reason that why they would be there is to bring the word of God to... Uh, Mission strip. To, to, that, to yeah. that area. And so they took a very dangerous journey. They went in there. They were having a, um, they were having a sermon, and um, this individual went in, um, this Iraqi went into the church, sat down in a pew... When the sermon was over, now let me tell you about what the sermon was about. Apparently, the sermon was about, listen, like as Christians, we now, again, you know, given given the state of history, this can be argued, but given the Christian faith, they said that we don't care what you are, what you believe in, what you've done in the past, your indiscretions, your sins. We love everybody. We want everybody to be in a relationship with God. That was the sermon that was given. This individual that walked in, who was a member of ISIS, that sat down and listened to the sermon and had planned on executing everybody, including the pastor, when that sermon was over, walked up to the pastor, laid his firearms down, and said, I've never heard, mind you, this guy was, he, he didn't have any access to the outside world. He didn't have any access to other religions and what they, what they meant. Most but, don't in Muslim <clears throat> countries. But when this person who was indoctrinated by ISIS. Can I really quick? Cause yeah. that, that sounds wrong. 
most of those people in those terrorist organizations do not. I understand that Muslim countries aren't aren't completely separated from the world. Yeah, I'm glad he clarified. I'm glad he clarified. Yeah. They so you know, this guy wouldn't have had access to a Bible. Right. And under under I've I've heard uh, this this guy he pronounced it Sharia, Sharia. <laughs> but under Sharia law you generally don't have access to that little little yeah. fun segue I yeah. I'll, I'll forget if I don't say it now okay. but <laughs> we had an uh, our our initial LT mm-hmm. uh, he got promoted downrange so we ended up getting new LT which is leads into another very funny story but um <laughs> we, <laughs> the initial LT that we had yeah um he would pronounce he he, he fucking he kind of weirded us out a little bit because he, <laughs> anytime he would say he was very into assimilating with the culture. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Right. So their he country. used their accents. Yeah. But he would say Afghanistan. Afghanistan. And every time he did it, we'd all look at each other like, fuck, what dude. Fuck is-, is this dude going to like give away our is fucking. Is this Jihadi John, dude? <laughs> like, is we- he a plant? I know. Is he a plant? Did they get him in here? It was always like, That's- oh my God, don't say it like Afghanistan. that. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Um, That's like Iraq. I don't, yeah, I don't even, yeah, we're going on our operation tonight in Iraq. Iraq. Like, don't say it please like that. Don't. Please don't. Yeah. No, not if you're going to yeah. be behind me with the 249. So, <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah, so so um, he, he sets down his guns. Uh, he sets down his guns. And he said, I've never, never heard of a religion uh, or any. I've never heard of getting access to a relationship with God without having to kill people. And knowing the things that I've done and, and the thoughts that I've had, I didn't realize that, you know, our mentality, his mentality was if they're not Muslim, correct, kill everybody. Right. Right. Given that extreme level, I get it that all, not, not all Muslims no. agree with that, no, no, no. but given this extremist case, yeah. Right. That's what he was indoctrinated with. That's what he believed. He laid down his arms and this guy at the pastor, it was really overwhelming because this guy had a picture with him and he was like, and, and the message was this just to not bore you guys to death was it doesn't like this is the true core of our human nature is is to love one another it is and he ended the sermon with if you want to change the world and this is a quote from mother Teresa, take a look at yourself and make a change, <laughs> and make a change. but that was the same sermon there he ended the sermon with the quote from yeah. mother Teresa, which is if you want to change the world go home and love your family and the message is like sound like a fucking hippie right now but love like really is it's a fucking game changer dude. well i mean, like you start loving your fucking enemy like they did on that evening yes and they came together and they fucking danced and they did all the things that they did because it was a celebratory thing and nobody was trying to kill each other and then they had to go right back to it the next day dude that is that is profound right that it is not baked into our nature just to want to execute each other no as much as people think that and no. it goes right back into does this save a life or does it take a life right. with the firearm thing, right? With, exactly. With the thing that we're talking about with pistols. Go ahead. And uh, well, I just wanted to, you know, expound upon that and add to that. Um, first, on the Muslim thing that you're talking about, um, I've I've heard that the Muslim religion states that it is the last word of God, that is the only word of God. Right. Um, which um, I've heard some scholars say that's kind of like a shoe in for violence. Right. Right. If you right. say that, um, right. but anyways, expounding upon human nature, it really is guys. Like there are bad people, plain and simple. If there is good, there is bad. That's the duality of man and the way the universe works. That's just how it is. But to that, as many bad as there is, there is so much good out there in the world. 
Yeah. And people don't want to just kill each other. Like that's the thing. They don't. Mm. They're driven to that either by, you know, hatred that has been formed into them, nurture over nature. Yeah. You know, it's been pushed onto them. Most like you, you know what you, you know you know what's funny, dude, is like I'll never forget my daughter when she was, I don't know, four or five years old. I can't remember exactly how old she was. She saw uh, she saw this black lady on the TV, and she she said that woman is so beautiful. I love the color of her skin. I love her hair. Mm-hmm. Like there was not an ounce of like prejudice inside of her. Yeah, look at she children. Wasn't, she wasn't. She looked at that woman and said, she didn't say she looks different than me. Why? And I don't like it. I mean, that wasn't her first reaction. Mm-hmm. Her first reaction was that woman is beautiful. Right. I love the color of her skin. I love her hair. Right. So, if that was the now, what would have happened from age two and three if I would have pointed at a, at a, at a black individual mm-hmm. and said, that person is the enemy? Right. That person is not somebody that we like. You indoctrinate right? hatred. Yeah. And then the second she saw the black lady on TV, she was like, bad person, dada, change the channel. Right. Right? We don't need that. <laughs> that shit is taught. We don't, it is. We don't, that is not baked into our fucking DNA no. just to fucking wake up and go, I don't like somebody because of the color of their skin. I'm happy skin. you brought that up because I'll put it in. I can't remember this guy's name, but this guy's a motherfucking gangster. He is, uh, this black man went and spent time with individual Ku Klux Klan members and converted like some astronomical amount of Ku Klux Klan members Damn. to just leave leave the Klan. I think <laughs> it's somewhere close to like 400. I could be wrong. But he he just was like, he talked to them. He spent time with them. He went to their meetings. Did he put he, him. Was he black and he wore a hood so they couldn't see what color he was? I don't. I don't think he wore a hood. <laughs> what was that? Like, like Chappelle like skin. skin. <laughs> I can't say it. No, don't say it. I can't say it. Don't say it. Just look up the Chappelle skin. It's hilarious. Uh, That's he's, pretty he's blind. <laughs> he's blind. Yeah. But but he um, yeah he did and it was just talking to these people. He would go to their houses and meet with them, and he didn't have hatred towards them. And he was just like, so why? What, what's different between me and you? Yeah. Like, what do you see difference when you look in my eyes? Wait, you know? what, was he black? Yes, he was a black oh, man. Oh, he was a black guy. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't a white guy. It was a black guy going to Klan meetings Jesus. and converting these Klan members. Lead with that. Did you say that in the beginning? Yes. Oh, I, I didn't hear you. I said a black man. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, no, if I say that too much, I'm racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that... It's, it's amazing. I'll put his I'll put his name on How, screen again. But so he would just go to the meetings. He would just show up to where they were at. And he yeah. would peacefully interact with them. Huh? Yes. Instead of yelling at them from across. The, well, I I understand the rage that would come into somebody when the, you know and the signs that they would hold up and 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 calling each other fucking names. But it's amazing how how much change can be affected when you make somebody else feel heard. Yes. And I've learned that in my marriage. Like when you just sit down, you go. What can I do? What would you like me to do to make it better? Right. Right. I've heard you. Now, what what action can I take to do something different? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, in real talk. Yeah. Like, we all joke around about, yeah, I'm a fucking man, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is, when you make somebody feel heard and you come at it from that, like that dude did, even with the most extremist group that you could against the exact skin color that you are, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Like some serious change can be fucking. It, it's you know it's it's thrown around weird masculinity, especially in today's day and age, is a very it's a very delicate place. Yeah, right. It's weird. Right. You have people like 
kind of like Andrew Tate who are on this far end spectrum. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other autism spectrum <laughs> or across the <laughs> autism spectrum of soy boys. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have, you have the, the I, to be fair, I do not think of Andrew Tate as the masculine of masculine. No, I, no, I'm, it's no. just That's, a point. Yeah. Um, but, but he is what the current, he is what the current state of the union defines as like toxic, toxic masculinity. Right. And then yes. And it's, and it's this weird place, but guys, it's like, it's okay. As a man, it is okay to be in a, like to have emotion, to be emotional. But being a man is also learning when you when to stuff that down and carry on. Mm -hmm. And then you can let it out. You can deal with your fucking problems. And then you pull yourself back up by your bootstraps and keep chugging on. Yeah. The Rocky quote, right? Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> a good... it doesn't matter how hard you hit. It matters how hard you can get hit and keep moving. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. It's true. Is, yeah. We're all going to take these hits in life and it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to love your mom. It's okay to love your spouse. It's okay to talk to your friends. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I don't, I don't have any, like, I've got this thing and I've had to do this like an airport before in front of a bunch of people. I don't give a shit, dude. Cause I'm talking to my son. My wife will say things like call him bird. I call him my, my yeah, little, little bird. son bird, little bird. Yeah. And I'll say, I heard you say that I'll today. Go, I'll go bird. Right. Bird. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's a little emasculating when you're trying to be a tough guy. I don't care though, because like, look, what are you doing? Why is he doing that? I'm being a dad. Like I'm right. talking to my son. I know it gets his attention because I call him that all the time and he can hear me over the phone and like kiss the phone because he thinks I'm in it. And so, yeah, I don't give a shit, man. Like, yeah. right. I, yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't, I can't. That's not being, that's not being a man. Not in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Not being a man is not, or being a man is not, you know, being vulnerable to your children or talking sweetly to your daughters when you're in front of your friends or, or in front of a crowd of people. That's, that's, that is being a man in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. That means that you've take care of, you've taken care of your own shit to the point where you can behave like that and it's okay. Living right. living in the in the principles of strength and honor. Yep. It does, takes a lot of strength. Does to, it tap to, into your core goofy. values? Because yeah. really, and that's th that's the important of having values, in my opinion. Because if you truly know your values are your foundation, and they are the bedrock from which you make your decisions. Right. You can all roads lead back to. Does it? It's a test of my values. If I put it through the fucking value filter and the things that I really believe in and who I am. Do I care what people think about it? Do I care what people think about me? Do I care what the opinions are going to be? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter because those values are ingrained in the decision making that I have today. Right. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like Absolutely. you can't, you cannot rock that boat, dude. There's no fucking way. And if we had more of that, then there would be less of politicians, government, shitty people and act shitty actors on and i don't mean hollywood actors i mean shitty actors on the internet and social media mm -hmm. swaying the opinions because the lack of foundation that people the lack of values foundation that some of us have in this country allow it, it's such a house of cards right that a small breeze of dissenting opinion just completely blows somebody over well, and creates this waterworks effects. And mm -hmm. we've seen it online, just women crying into the fucking phone because it's not about just being a man. It's about being a fucking woman too. Yeah. And getting on the phone and going, I can't believe Trump got reelected. That is a bitch move yeah. for a man to do or for a, a woman, woman to do. do. I don't give a shit who you are, but crying into your fucking phone on social media that somebody Dude. got elected that you didn't like. I didn't like it when Biden got elected. And I don't think fucking most people did, No. especially in the fucking 
you know, at least in the Second Amendment community, yeah. I know that for sure. But when that happened, I'm not crying about it. I'm not complaining about it. I'm wondering, what can I do about it locally? What can we do about it here? And that, and air goes. We start a podcast. We offer equipment. We do what we can yeah. where we can. It doesn't right. mean you fucking curl up and cry like a bitch. Well, and, you know, some of you people probably aren't going to like what I'm about to say here. But, and this is not original because Joe Rogan said this before me, but it's, mm. it's along the same sentiment. And I agree with him. And I have said this before. I even heard it with him. I was not happy when Biden got elected. I don't necessarily agree with him. I don't like him. I've seen his past history and his lies. And anyways, regardless, he's a politician. But I'll tell you this much. When he got elected, do you know what I said? I hope he fucking does good. Yeah. You don't want him to fail. He's the the goddamn president. (laughs) You don't want him to fail. That's the whole thing. It fucking sucks. He's garbage. He's done hot garbage. Yeah, but you. But I don't want him to fail. I want him to succeed. I want want America to succeed. That's fucking right, dude. Holy shit. (laughs) Can we all at least get behind the principle that like we need that dude to do what he's supposed to do? But in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. And when the media and dude, look, the media loves it. When the president on the opposing end fails. Yes. Fox News has a fucking party. Like, what do you think fucking CNN was doing? When Trump was fucked up. When when Trump, pre-election, I'll never forget the SNL skit of fucking Hillary popping bottles, right? Because you know that shit was happening. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they caught that audio of him inside of that trailer with Billy Bush saying, just grab him by the pussy. Dude. They were rejoicing. They were like, the election's over at this point. Dude, I love They're it. They just grabbing by the pussy. And they walked out, and he fucking hugged the woman, and they were like, look at how disgusting that is. He just said the thing that fucking, I don't know if I've ever I'm gonna tell said you that, right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. For those but, of you who have never experienced it, those of you who have not been to Hollywood, I lived in Hollywood for, for a fair amount of time. I'm going to tell you right now, you have enough money, you can do whatever you want. And that was the mentality that he had inside of that his, his entire statement was, when you are rich and famous enough, women will let you do whatever you want to them. You can grab them by the pussy. Right. Not saying that he would. Nope. But just saying he that probably that did. is. <laughs> he probably <laughs> he did. He probably did. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that whole, I mean, if you want to get into the whole fucking Epstein thing for a second, the reason why that shit's not being investigated to the fullest extent and getting into that fucking black book and really finding out who was involved is because the same motherfuckers that should be investigating it participated in it. Yes. That's fucking why. I think yes. we all know that. And if you the didn't know that, you know now. and the judges are on the book. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Who's going to investigate somebody when it's yourself? Right. Anyway, but that's what money and power gets you, yes. right? It gets you... Uh, absolved from horrendous crimes, especially those against minors. Right. And we see it time and time again. And I, w- I want to throw this in here. I don't know if I'll clip it into the little spot, but whatever. Slightly touching back on the war of 19, 19- or the truce. The enemy of the people has always been the government and those that are put in power. Yes. It always has been, and it always will be. Absolutely. And look at what we have. We have people in power who are abusing their power to the fullest extent. Yep. There was a on huge, both sides of the aisle. There was a huge debate when our country was founded and when the nation, when the United States of America was being pieced together and the laws were being outlined as they are now. And that debate was, do we have a centralized federal government? 
as we all know. And I'm sorry if you guys already know about all this, but to those of you that don't, especially to some of the younger guys that didn't hear this part of history because they don't teach it in fucking schools anymore. Yeah. God forbid. But yeah, they don't teach a, the Federalist Papers anymore. <laughs> no. Fucking that, Federalist. Yeah, they these this was there was there was massive dissent on a strong federal government, right? And we wanted the state we, we wanted state governments to be able to act on their own behalf mm-hmm. and not to be dictated by a an entity that could potentially take the rights away from those of us that fought so hard to get them in the first place. Literally the people that just died for it. <laughs> yeah. They were like, look, this thing just happened. Yeah. Can we just not have this happen again? Yeah. Right? We just got done dealing with essentially a, a dictatorship, the, a, the crown. Well, Let's not make another crown within our own country. Well, something that people commonly forget because we just think about it as us fighting the British, I want to remind you guys that the British government was our government. The colonies? Yeah. That was their government. It wasn't a foreign government. That was their government. Yeah. I want to remind you of that. So it was them fighting, quote unquote, their own. That, that's exactly what it was. I mean, these, these are people that got off the boat from England. Yes. They came here from there. Yep. That was their government. They'd, that would essentially they'd, be they'd like- They'd been there for a while, but- Still, yes. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, they weren't fresh off the boat. Yeah, but, but they were still colonists from Britain. Correct. That is what they would be considered. Yeah. They were yeah. subjects to the British crown. Right. So it would be, this is in no way, shape, or form going to be a, a proper parallel, but I'll do the best I can. It's perfect. That would be. <laughs> but it would be akin to us. It would be akin to Hawaii, including the members of the United States that live in Hawaii. Right. Like now, there's Hawaiians that are native to Hawaii that have always been Hawaiian, and, the and then there are, <laughs> and then there, and then there are the, uh, um, the white devil who, <laughs> who, who Isn't said, that hey, what this is means white devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. I think I'll make this mine too. Yeah. And it would be the equivalent of the Hawaiians and potentially, you know, the the Americans banding together to say, no, we're seceding from the nation. And while the United States threw a ton of firepower toward the Hawaiians, them defending themselves against the American government because potentially overstepping their bounds, overstepping the Constitution, the things that were agreed upon in the first place, whatever it happened to be, that would be a comparable circumstance. So, well, a very different circumstance, but a circumstance nonetheless. Or, I'm not even going to go down the rabbit hole, but it, no, just Hawaiians a, in general saying, a, no, this is ours, not yours. Yeah, get the fuck <laughs> get out. Get the fuck out, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a very comparable thing. I would think so. Yeah. Right? What we're trying to get at here is it seems the, – uh, the point that I think you were trying to make, which I'll drill down into, is it seems absurd to rebel or revolt against your own government. But that's exactly what happened. Yes. It would be – it is this, the same thing that happened in the making of our nation is the same thing that we talk about, that the Constitution talks about, that could happen should our freedoms be taken away again. Yes. That's it. That the Constitution says we have the power of. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about, too, about the Constitution, uh, about uh, constitutional law, if everything just benchmarked the Constitution, if that was kind We'd of like the test, good. like— Shit would be pretty good right now. Pretty, pretty good. I think so. I think if if 
everything that we, every decision that the United States government made, they just said, well, let's just defer back to the Constitution and see if this is allowed or not. For the most part, it would be pretty good. life would be okay. Yeah. 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 Be nice. Be nice. It would be nice. I've got no segue from this. It was yeah, a good conversation. Either. We but. had a great, <laughs> and that's the show. Everybody. And that's the show. No, we have, we have topics. But, no, but uh, yeah. quickly, I just want to poke back. I don't think you sounded like a hippie. Spread and love. It's, it's, it's not a hippie thing. It got demonized as a hippie thing because they smoked a bunch of reefer and they were like, just love everyone and spread AIDS all over the place. But yeah. like, yeah. Or really guys, would you rather, or fuck the war? Right? Yeah, which is not a problem, but fuck the guys that serve the war. You kidding me right now? Yeah, that's the shit that I don't I can't wrap my my mind around that is those dudes were drafted. Right. Got sent to Vietnam, came back, got shit on, didn't have a choice to go. Right. A lot of them didn't like you'd think the guys that got and they were shit, fucking hated you th- and they were hated. They were forced to go to war. <laughs> yeah, they come back and the people of the United States fucking hate them. Yeah, which is weird because. There was there was a huge subset of people that didn't agree with the war. There was, there was a large amount of people that didn't agree, agree with the war that I went to. I don't agree with the Vietnam war. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. The, what I'm talking about yeah. that, that I went to yet. I come back and get treated, get hailed as this hero mm-hmm. for serving, but they didn't agree with the war yet. I volunteered to do it. Right. Why am I the hero? Why am I the hero when I volunteered to go do some shit that you didn't think I should have done in the first place? Right. If anything, I should be getting shit on. Right. It's the guy's, that didn't have a choice that still had to go that should be given at least the opportunity to be left the fuck alone. You don't have to hail him as a hero, but leave the guys alone. Man. Right. Why come don't back and shit? Like, I didn't want to fucking be there either, man. Yeah. Anything I want to go get fucking shot at? No. No. <laughs> right? Fuck no. Like, yeah. And sign up for it. You're going to get mad at somebody. Mad at, get mad at somebody. Well, don't get fucking mad at anybody. Yeah. We're there to serve our country. Right. Just leave them the fuck alone. But the point is, don't get mad at the fucking guys that didn't have a choice on going. Right. right? They couldn't get bought out of it by, you know, their you know, the, the rich father or, or paid out of the, what, what was the, there was a college deferment and then there was the financial deferment, which you could actually go to prison or pay the fine and not have to go to prison. It's the song fortunate son. That's it. Yep. Yeah. It's, if you aren't born with a silver spoon up your ass, you're going to war. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. It's pretty fucking crazy. Um, and you know, w- when you're talking about that, people who, hail you as a hero, but disagree with the war. Like I've always kind of had that mindset. I don't necessarily, I don't like throughout my life. There was a period when I was like, I want to be a soldier. I want to, I want to go serve my country. That never happened for me, whatever. But I've, I've never looked at the soldiers as the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially once I started learning more about how corrupt the government is about like how corrupt a lot of these wars are. I've never looked at the soldiers as the villain. Because I always kind of look at them and go, well, they probably looked at it from a perspective of I did, and they want to serve their country. They want to be use. They want to be a warrior. They want to they want to do something good with their life for their country yeah. and protect those at home. Right. And it's like, <clears throat> yeah, it's. Well, I mean, getting back into humans are innately good and they want to do the right thing yes. and they don't want to murder each other. Right. If we if we scale back into that and we think about that for a second and think about the divide that's coming into our country between Republicans and Democrats, and it seems to be that a lot of that is more of a uh, a it, it is a race led war between the parties. Obviously, the liberals saying we have to love 
fucking everybody, regardless of how big of an idiot they are. And then the Republicans, right, which is not all liberals. But what I'm saying here is liberals, go, we think, hey, not everybody gets credit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's socialism. And, <laughs> and then we've got... You don't get a participation you trophy. You don't get a participation trophy. But then on the other side, all Republicans are racist. Right. Right? It's like immediate... But what's happening is this is fabricated right. racism. It is. I'm not saying that it wasn't a thing and that it didn't exist because from a young age, there are a lot... Of, that's why I don't fault like old people for dropping the fucking N-word. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you were raised like that. Like... You, your whole world was baked into this set of people are not equal to you. Right. They, they don't, you know what I mean? And just to get 70 years old or 60 years old and then just turn that off when you were trained like that your whole life. Right. And that was acceptable. I don't agree with it, but are you going to shit all over him? Because the, the, I'm not excusing the behavior. Let me get, let me get this straight. What I'm trying to say is once we started getting into a new generation where we were like, Hey, that's not Okay. Jim Crow laws aren't okay. You can't just not have the same kids go to a school because of the color of their skin or use the same fucking bathroom because right. of the color of their skin. What we get into is this, oh shit, this is worrisome. There is now this collective unity in our country and collective unity means who's the common enemy. Obviously, who it's always been. It's the fucking government taking away the individual freedoms of the people. So what did they do? They decide to fucking let's fucking put a twist on this bitch again and let's get them all riled up again. Let's turn them against each other and let's make it about fucking race. We all know that it's not about race. We all fucking know it. Right. We know it. Deep down in our core, the majority, the 99% of people in this fucking country don't give a fuck what color you are. But if you watch the media and you watch the news, they will fucking tell you it is. And it's not right wing news doing it, dude. No. It's as much as I don't agree with some of the shit they say, it is not, dude, you will never see it on Fox News. Like, this is a fucking race thing, and that's a fucking race. It's the fucking liberals. Can you believe what she said because she's fucking black? No, it's because she was a fucking idiot, not because she was black. No. Do <laughs> you know what race I mean? Like, race, and, and the point is, if you are still at this day and age and you think it's just a race thing, and rather, again, nature versus nurture, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. It is fucking Toasty? Hot in here. Yeah. I'll take off all my clothes. Ooh. I am getting so, so that I can but take my clothes I'll, I'll, off. I'll keep talking on this. And it's, it is this, you know, the, the political parties, both sides want what's, look at it like this. Both sides of the political spectrum want to save lives. They want people's lives to be better. And they want people to be happy and taken care of. Both sides do. They're just fucking retarded to doing it. At, at the population level. At the population level, that's what we want. Yes. But both sides typically, not all, the, all these guys, but both, that, both sides typically from the political level, they want to retain power. Oh, yes. yes and they yes, want to retain course. control. I, I was saying political. Yeah, like yeah, you said. You're talking about if you took citizens. A, if you took a liberal. Like, uh, if you took a Democrat and you took a Republican. Yeah, and you say, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? They're like, I want to be happy. I want to be free. I want people to be safe. Yeah. That's pretty much what most fucking people want. They've just been, they've been led to, uh, led to the individual trough of, of lies by whatever party they've decided to jump into. And they get bolstered by this nuance of, like, the, just the, these, these little, like, winded, it's funny to like listen to how how events 
or things like global warming or COVID. They become these, like, it's like a party picks a, do you ever notice that? This par- a party, like, picks a side, essentially. Right. And it's like, oh, you think that <laughs> the environment is getting trashed? Then I think that it's not getting trashed. Yeah. Okay, it's getting fucking trashed to an extent. We can all agree on that. Now, the global warming thing, I'm not going to get if into you all d- that. If, I don't fucking know yeah. enough. I'm not a fucking scientist to know what's really happening right now. I personally think that it is a cycle of the fucking earth that's happening right yeah. now, personally. But it's not because I'm politically affiliated with a party that also thinks that. It's just that's my own opinion. I think that we could be contributing to it. Uh, we could absolutely be contributing to it, and it doesn't probably help. But by no means did I just... I, I swear to God, it, it's the weirdest thing to watch a side, a thing happen, and then the side go, that's mine, and then the other side goes, that's, that's mine. Then that's got to be mine yeah. over here. If you're going to believe in it, then I'm not going to believe in it. If you're going to think that if you this like is a red, thing, I, like I don't, don't. Yeah. And so we're like, why couldn't we all just get on the same fucking page in COVID? Like, why did it have to be a political thing? Why couldn't we just tell the government to go fuck themselves when they told us to shut our fucking businesses off? Why the fuck did all that have to happen? Just to end up in the same place that we were before, except now we've got a bunch of people running around with the fucking Fauci-Auchi. Well, it's because, again, the enemy of the people always has and always will be those in power. That's right. Period. That's it. That's the only way to fucking explain it. Yeah. It's like, let's have a thing and let's pick a side and divide the people so that they can't come together and get mad at us. Because we will make the event the thing. We will make race a thing, global warming a thing. You know, it's it's always fucking politicized to an extent that we can't pay attention to what each other wants because we're so busy fighting amongst one another, right. which is a great, great, great segue into the Second Amendment and how we can stop this bullshit that's going on right now between... Betwixt. Look, betwixt. Betweenst. Betweenst our toes. We, if you haven't watched the last podcast of us effectively stating our opinions and delivering facts, not, not state stating our standing our ground, standing our ground, stating our opinions on how we felt about Lucas Bakken, but also giving facts that prove that the dude said some shit that he shouldn't have said. Um, and I, and you know, we're getting comments like this, man. And, and, and again, I want nothing more than, than that dude. And I to have a conversation and you to all sit in the same room and he could bring his brothers along and his whole fucking, army of Botkins along (laughs) and have this conversation with us because what we need to do is find some common ground. What I refuse to do is ever stop. There were comments in these threads. They were saying things like this. What are you going to do? Just go after everybody that ever says anything bad about Tacticon to that. I answer no. What are you going to do about somebody spreading? You're going to go get mad at everybody that's spreading misinformation yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. I, I'll make up my soul vocation, dude. If you like, tell I, me I the care. sky is fucking purple yeah. and the sky is blue. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to just say, okay. And, yeah. and, and I, I'm happy you segued into this because really I want people to succeed. I want people to be happy. I want people to have happy, healthy lives regardless of, you know, what they're doing, as long as they're not hurting people. Everybody to be happy, healthy, succeed, do good in business, as long as they're not harming other people. Right, yeah. Right? We, we're not trying to shit no. on other creators, no. dude. We want everybody to fuck. We want to bring them up, as a matter of fact. We t- Go ahead. Uh, and with that, like, I want, effectively, Lucas to succeed. But I don't want is 
people like him or people whoever else is in the space to talk false shit. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. Yeah. Criticize. Talk to each other. Be like, hey, I don't like your shit. I think you need to do better. Yeah. That's fine. <clears throat> but when you when you are disingenuous about things, when you are spreading a false narrative, that's when it becomes not okay. No, yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of people that speak out against others. I mean, look what look at look at RFK Jr. right now, right? It's going around in a fucking campaign like I am going to get the message out. Right. Right? Yep. I mean, is that not I think essential? so. I don't I don't know a whole lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. But and and we are by no means at any level of fucking influence where we can truly change any type of belief system that has been indoctrinated by those followers of those guys in our industry that are spreading the false narrative. Right. And the false narrative, just so you guys know, so we're not speaking in like tongues, tongues here <laughs> is um, you need all the best shit to go out and train. Right. You need all the best shit to go out and defend yourself. You fucking don't. Cause we proved no. it. You don't, you don't no. have to have all the best shit. You don't every, all the stuff that he's doing on camera, all that stuff that you see on all the training he's doing, he's, that good because he puts the work in and he trains on a regular basis and he uses all tacticon equipment which and is all the ups. all the stuff that, that is getting shit on by pocket yeah. i'm like dude and in, in, in my opinion from a accuracy and speed standpoint well you i don't know this but you while you may not be up to like his sub second draw three shot off like in the a zone you are pretty fucking close to that, if not at that level, and you don't speed your fucking footage up, so I do appreciate that. <laughs> well, I mean, with with that, it's like I just want to bring into there. I know accidents happen, right? But you you guys have seen it, I'm sure. You guys are watching the podcast. You've probably seen our other stuff. You know how I treat the kit. You know how I treat the guns. You know you watch me throw this stuff around. The only reason I do that, the only reason, is to help prove that our stuff is is durable. And but <laughs> but and I'm going to tell you this and you might not believe me, but I don't care. I have never dropped my rifle unintentionally. No. I have <laughs> I have never dropped my <laughs> rifle unintentionally. No. Have you ever leaned it up against something and had it fall over though? Like leaned it up against the side of your truck and then it went clack 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 right or up against a wall and had it go sliding off the wall okay so now i need to clarify okay <laughs> before this job <laughs> i have never dropped my rifle unintentionally okay because wait wait i'm gonna call bullshit on that i'm gonna call bullshit okay because you dropped your rifle you dropped your rifle on your phone and cracked the screen before this job what this podcast that we're in right now? No, no, no. The, working, working for Tacticon. Yeah, you did that. You just got your phone screen repaired not too long ago because a rifle fell on it. it that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you that, were working here. No, no, no. Oh god, I'm so what, confused. What, yes. <laughs> what I'm saying is before oh, prior, tac prior to prior to prior to prior. Tacticon, prior to not caring about <sighs> the rifles yes. and 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 the equipment. Yes. When it was okay. my own money, got when it. it was my own gear that I had to fork out money for. 
I had never dropped my rifle. He only started doing it when it wasn't his own gear. Correct. Did you hear that? Yes. Did you hear that shit, boys? When it was paid. <laughs> when it's paid for. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I seriously. But the reason is, is because yeah. we're trying to prove a point. Right. I got it. Right. Got it. And so, yes, yeah. my rifle did drop. I had my rifle set up on the magwell, kind of on the, on the table like so. Yeah. And my phone was right here and it fell over and the charging handle broke my phone screen. And my phone screen's been fucked ever since got it replaced and they did a shoddy job and he built the charging handle it never paid son of a piece of you know what are you gonna do yeah but what are you gonna do but the point of that is like well my point was that you know guns kill people if they kill people (laughs) then they should be able to fork out a fucking payment for the phone that they just destroyed that's what i'm saying dude right if they're gonna kill people they need to have their own responsibilities their own bank accounts You know, they should be, be 21 years age. Yeah, 21. They need to be 21 years of age before they're fired. Yep. Right. You can I join the military fair. at 17, but you can't have a drink till 21. No, absolutely fucking not. Anyways, <laughs> with that long rant going on, it's it's like it, the amount of durability that I hate to use just the word civilians, but civilians think they need is 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 kind of crazy. You know? Yeah. Like, cause like even, even looking at the footage that I've seen from like Ukraine in the trenches, like they're like, I've seen them drop their guns and it's like they still... from their waist to like their <laughs> feet but in, in mud. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's get into another conversation that it is exactly what you're talking about, which is you don't need mil spec as a civilian. Ah, uh, mil spec. Mil spec. Mil spec. <laughs> So let's talk about MilSpec. Let's talk about MilSpec. What is MilSpec? For those who don't know, it is MilSpec is short for military specification. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the standard. It's the standard. So MilSpec is a standard that is created for armorers in the military, so it is up to the same specification so they can interchange parts between their weapon systems. So an M4 is going to have the same size bolt carrier as the next M4. And if one M4 goes down, they can pull parts and stick it in and it'll be the same. No pins are different. No, you don't have screws where there's not supposed to be a screw. You know what malfunctioned all the time? You know what didn't malfunction all the time in Afghanistan? I was going to say the chain of command. <laughs> yeah. But then you said didn't and you know I what changed didn't my mind. Malfunction? What? The enemy's AK-47s, typically. Interesting. You know what did malfunction? M4s. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you put any semblance of oil inside of them, yeah. which was, you know, definitely a no-go, but <laughs> you just got to keep them real fucking clean. But Keep them clean. Keep them oiled. I do the same thing with my woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there was so much kit that was garbage, hot garbage, that came directly from the United States Army that was mil-spec. Dude, but it's mil spec. It's got to be it's the gotta, army. It's, it's the be. standard. It's, it's the it's what they it's it's what the, the military uses. It thus it is the best. It is not. It is the opposite of the fucking best. Yeah. That shit was garbage. There was some shit that was all right. There's some good shit. Fairly, you know, I can I can admit it. There was there was some stuff that was pretty fucking cool that we got, but most of it was shit, and that's why most of it we had to get our own. Shit. Yeah. Even the boots that were issued. I had to buy my own pair of fucking Bellevues because I like the boots were fucking garbage. The, you know, at least the initial ones that they issued me. We hadn't even fucking left for deployment yet. And the boots we went to uh Grafenbeer to train up in Germany and it, they were just fucking falling apart. Ugh. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like the soul was coming. I was like, okay, Bellevues it is, right? I had a spring for that myself because 
I didn't want to, uh, you know, not have boots that didn't work when I got over there. So little little things. Right. Uh, The holster, right? So I got a tactical tailor holster. I was not running the Army's holster. It was garbage. I got a... um, I definitely got a different gun belt. What else was I was I buying? I got my own fucking Wiley X's that I could use as a gunner. Yeah. So I didn't get fucking sand in my eyes uh, because the the shit that got issued to me were absolute trash. Um, we did get a set of Wiley X's down the road. What about those three and hearing protectors? Yeah, the hearing protectors. What hearing protectors? Yeah. You have to communicate down there. It, it's yeah. it's so funny. And, and you didn't have comm systems that were effective with your headsets back then. I'm telling you right now, as a civilian, I could promise you this, at least in today's day and age. Yeah. Man, now I can't tell you what the modern army looks like and what the what the current civilian well, I could tell you what the current civilian market looks like, but I can't tell you what the actual modern army looks like. But what I can tell you is this is that the shit that we have today is surmountably, unequivocally better light years beyond the shit that we had back then i i promise you like believe, we're yeah i believe even that. even the access to it's expensive but access to uh you know white foss the gen threes right. right um night vision right just the the clarity and the depth perception it is completely different from the stuff that we ran we were still running gen twos um i don't know i it, i could go on and on right. i just just because it's mil spec doesn't mean anything. It means, here's what it means. Here's what Millspec means. It means that the lowest bidder got the contract to give you shit in mass production for the military. And it also means that the government gets that lowest bid and then they have to go out and charge. They're not authorized by the government to sell it for any less than 30% than what the government got it for. What's, so now, what's the scene from Ar- Armageddon that the you The scene from Armageddon was the, it was Steve, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi talking to the yes. guy, the diehard guy, uh, Bruce Willis. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. It was Steve Buscemi. He looks over at, Ro- at, uh, at Robin Williams. He looks, <laughs> I gotcha. Steve Buscemi looks over at Bruce Willis and says, well, are you nervous? And he's like, about what? And he goes, you got 240,000 pounds of high explosives Strapped, uh, underneath, straped your underneath your ass. Gr- uh, Put together cur- by courtesy the lowest bidder. of the lowest bidder for NASA, right? Absolutely, yeah. You should be fucking nervous. Yeah. So that and, anyway. it's, and it's so true. Yeah. Like that's that's how contracts work. It's who can provide the lowest bid. Yeah. And now I will go into it if anybody you have is to meet in, specifications. If but. anybody is interested, I will walk through the bidding process a little bit. And if you're not interested, fast forward, but it, it is kind of intriguing that a point system is awarded based on multiple things. So uh, we were, Danny and I were actually reviewing the military and the local like police and state contracts and how they operate. And often what it is, it's a point system. You get points for certain things inside the category. I'll give you armor as an example. So they'll give you points for who has the least aerial density in a piece of body armor, meaning pounds per square foot. Mm-hmm. A certain amount of points associated with aerial density. There are a certain amount of points, and this was a bid that we were looking at between, it was Armor Source, Safari Land, and Point Blank, I believe. And we went through all the documents of this particular bid. Aerial density, which is how lightweight is it? What was the back face deformation after the plate, after the plate was shot? 
that had a couple points associated mm -hmm. with it. And I could go on and on about all the intricate little things. And you're like, man, like that's cool. They really do care about the quality. Do you know what was associated with like 80% of the points? Price. The fucking price. You could have been the best in every single category on that particular bid. Yeah. And it didn't fucking matter because as soon as you came in as the lowest price, it automatically assigned you a weighted score that could never outperform any of the other indicators, any of the other indicators within that bid. So it didn't even matter. It was like, it was like a vanity metric. It yeah. was like, yeah, see, we care about like the quality, but you weighted all of the points within the price. They don't give a fuck about the quality. Nah. They don't care. They will recall when it needs to be recalled. There's a little bit more stringency when it comes to armor, especially for the DOD. And I know that just because NIJ specs and DOD specs are entirely different and they do care much more about certain things. However, it still goes the lowest fucking bidder, no matter who you are. Yeah. And so when you're carrying around this equipment that's mil spec, just remember that you're carrying around like who got on Walmart's shelf? Let's think about it like that. Who's on Walmart shelf? What companies are on Walmart shelves? The companies? Black and Decker. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, not, not specific companies, but what companies in general were able to earn their way into Walmart's catalog? The cheapest. The cheapest. The cheapest fucking products earn their way into Walmart's catalog. So you got to think about the military as who <laughs> was in just think about it like Walmart's catalog. Yeah. Period. Yep. And then you'll get a good indication of how quality the equipment is. It's kind of like that. Kind of. Kind of. Not exactly no, like that. It's it's comparable. It's yeah. similar. The guys that really do get the higher speed stuff are the higher speed units, as they should. Right. Right? Yeah. And the crazy thing to me is, like, the Marines didn't have shit. The Marines are some badass motherfuckers. They are often first ones in, and they were still the ones with the M16A2s. No M4s. Legends. No fucking optics. Legends. Clearing fucking rooms in Fallujah with fucking 20-inch M16A2s, dude. Like, fucking eating crayons and kicking ass. <laughs> eating crayons and kicking ass. Yeah, pretty, pretty fucking incredible. But that's just, you know, that's just the nature of, it's the nature of mil-spec. Right. So now that that's explained, next time you hear, but it's mil-spec, take it with a grain of salt, you know? It's not that big of a deal. I'm looking for civ spec. Civ spec. Most things in the the private sector are better. It's usually where they start. It's they'll normally start where in, they start. Yeah. They'll start in the private sector and then they'll kind of meander their way into the government. Oftentimes, for R and D projects for really sophisticated equipment, it will be R and D for a particular team or a special operations unit, right. and then it'll make its way into the regular army and then trickle down into the civilian market. Sometimes it goes that way, but mm -hmm. oftentimes it does go the other way. Right. Oftentimes it, you know, starts as I don't now again, I don't know exactly the history of drones, but let me use this as a hypothetical example. Drones were created again. This is not facts, so don't, don't take this for, for doctrine, but I'm just going to hypothesize here. Drones created for the for the civilian user and then the military thinking, huh. This is interesting. That looks pretty This nice. could have some capabilities. Why don't you come over here and make a really big one for us? Right. So we can run surveillance with a larger one. Right. Again, that's, it, it goes, it swings both ways. Anyway, no spec sucks. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got for that. That's all I got for that. <laughs> and as far as being able to bring each other up in the community, instead of saying, oh, the fucking army uses it, why don't we help each other out? Why don't companies, and I get it, we're in an arena, this is 
kind of war inside of capitalism where we're trying to take out the other guy and do better than the other guy and earn market share. But why don't, for a second, we come back and say, hey, why don't we help this company out? Because they're probably be going to be good at some shit that we're not good at. And we could capture some of their market because they're going to give it to us instead of just shitting on them like recently what happened to us. Mm. Would you like to elaborate on what what information you received? <laughs> I woke up to a lovely email that one of our uh, one of our really well-selling products, uh, I would venture to say it's in the top 10 of best-selling products on Amazon, and again, pains me to say that we're still there, but they own 55% market share in e-commerce, so you got to play an Amazon sandbox. Hopefully that changes one day. However, we've got a product. It's the regular Predator V3, and apparently they have removed my listing and probably indefinitely removed the listing, and that particular product generated some significant revenue for the company and the employees that work here. And that is the sad part about it is I may not get that back because Aimpoint decided that they wanted to own the word micro. Just micro or micro red dot. You know what? It'd probably be a really good thing to look. I can, I'm going to pull the trademark up. It's micro. Okay. okay. So, so they have decided. So we'll put it up. I'll... We'll put it up on screen. I will we'll screenshot yeah. it. And I'm going to screenshot this. This is their, they they own the word micro. They have trademarked. They have trademarked. The word micro. They have the word micro as it pertains to non-telescoping scopes. Wow. Just, just micro. Just micro. Just micro. So if you wanted, micro, if you wanted to not. use a word as a description, yeah. right? It, because the Predator V3 is not micro red dot. You have it listed as predator v3 micro red dot just yeah. as a descriptive term for it correct yep which i have since attempted to change it to compact and submit an appeal to amazon somebody which probably will, owns compact which will fall onto somebody probably fucking does own compact i just and for the life of me first of all can't believe that i i get being able to protect your ip when inventing something and right. trademarking your brand but owning a word like micro and then and then filing now this again i want to i want to make it clear that amazon didn't catch this and go hey there's ip out there for micro this was aimpoint literally like submitting an ip infringement claim with amazon against me sending me a cease and desist to prevent me from using the term micro in any of my advertising when it came to non telescopic scopes so let's talk about ip or intellectual patents for a second Intellectual property. Property. Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> Same fucking Same. thing. Whatever. Semantics. Um, when it is something that is unique and solves a non-life-threatening or life-saving problem, I would say. Mm -hmm. For example, if someone discovered the cure to cancer. Right. If tomorrow they were like, hey... I found out if you mix apple juice and grape juice and <laughs> stirred it in ice for five seconds, it cures cancer. Right. Do they have the right to intellectually, like, to... To, to capitalize to on capitalize it? To capitalize it, absolutely. Yeah. Do they have the right to put a patent on it? Technically, yes. Yes, they do. Morally, should they? Right. So the With, government is going to get involved. Go ahead. 
I, w- I was just expounding upon that. When it's things of that nature, when it's like medical equipment, when it's life-saving gear, when it's, you know, sometimes body armor, when it's, when it's a word <laughs> or yeah. an image. Right. It's one thing if, if we were using the word, it would be one thing if we rebranded okay, our, no, compa- you can literally, our company name to Trigicon. <laughs> you, can, you can use the exact example of the word because I have trademarked battle. Oh, how about this? <laughs> Jacob Dines, why don't you tell us? What do you have trademarked? I trademarked battle belt, battle belt, straight up, bat, the word mark, battle belt, Battle vest, battle sling, battle cock, cock. No, no, not that one. <laughs> not that. I've I've trademarked multiple variant battle gear, trademarked multiple variants of the word battle, and the reason why was to take a defensive posture because I know how litigious this fucking industry is, and I knew after being fucking sued multiple times for dumb shit like micro that. Somebody was going to come after me for saying the term battle belt if I didn't get the trademark in there and they said and they declared that it was, well, we used battle belt before they did, or we actually went and got trademarked battle belt. Now I got to change all my battle belt terminology, including my packaging to something else, something else like gun belt. So, so and, and what's and interesting so, is, did you ever expect an adjective <laughs> to be trademarked? No. What was mind blowing? Imagine if they, and this came, so this came from my IP attorney. He called me up and he was like, I am blown away and i was like why he was like this is a very common use term um and yeah so apparently they granted your trademark and i was like what he was like yeah you can go through and sue anybody that's using battle belt and i said really and he goes yeah you can take them all to court cease and desist generate profits whatever you need to do and immediately i thought hell no yeah fuck that i'm not gonna fucking do that I'm not going to go sue everybody that's using the term fucking battle belt because I, it, it would go against the core mission that we have here. And the core mission is to have everybody get access to equipment. If people couldn't get access to equipment because other companies were too busy building a legal team to defend themselves against me, then how the hell would that support for the community? using a term? Yeah. And, and, and I didn't invent anybody, anything. And for I example, didn't... in case you guys are wondering who could possibly be, at flack for that if if we decided to go all tyrannical aimpoint and and (laughs) and say you can't use our word yeah for example condor condor uses battle belt core essentials core essentials blue alpha gear blue force gear blue force gear i believe high speed gear haley strategic yeah and many more many many more many more yep but do you know why because that's a fucking bitch move. It's a, it's a, <laughs> that's a fucking cuck move, guys. Baby back bitch move. And, I would never do that. So, And can we expound a little bit without mentioning company names because of what we've heard that they do to people? Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. I, we can't just because they're very litigious. They, they, they have an army of attorneys. We have to be very careful or else last, we will see lawsuits. Last on our thing door. I need is another yeah lawsuit, but go ahead. Um, so Mr. Dines here informed me recently that, um, there are some companies out there that will steal ideas and sue you. Oh, yes. That yes. will, that yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a, there's a company out there that, um, basically 
the thing that you probably all have, and I'll be very vague here, but there is a thing that all of you have out there in the audience. I guarantee you have one. Absolutely. Because they go in every rifle. I'm going to cut that out just in case. Yeah. Yeah. They go in every rifle. It could be anything. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 They go go in every rifle. And an individual left this company before it was made, and it was acquired by a larger parent company company like everything happens in this industry everybody just fucking owns everybody very incestuous and they actually invented something and brought it back to the prior company that used to work for and said hey would you guys like to license this and they were like hey we're gonna sue the shit out of you that isn't yours anymore we own that give it to me and we sell it and they have made i mean probably hundreds of millions of dollars off well they have a military contract for it for sure that's absolutely truth and that's so that's the arena that we're playing in. The, yeah. th- this arena of the Second Amendment, this ar- that, and I, I use that term very fucking loosely when it comes to a lot of these companies. Second Amendment or arena? Second Amendment. Because these oh, are not cutthroat. these are not Second Amendment companies. That's why I use that yes. loosely. Is because Second Amendment companies serve the citizen. Other companies, they might support the Second Amendment. You're not going to meet anybody from Trijicon, for example, that says, oh, I've don't support the second amendment. Oh, okay. of course I like, they, I was like, of, where is that? Going? No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, of course they support the second amendment. The question is, are you a second amendment company? Do you serve the citizen, the citizen or do you serve the government? Big daddy. Right. And what were we saying just earlier about the number one enemy? Yeah. To the population, the number one enemy to the population. I don't know. The big G. I can't remember. The big Anyways. G daddy. Yeah. So and that's that, not Gaston Glock. No, that's not R.I.P. Gaston Glock. R.I.P. That goes to, um, but but it it's worth it's worth saying that so long as we sit around and sue people for words like micro, or get products taken down that are part of the heartbeat and the lifeblood of this company, which helps to pay the bills for the employees who work here, other Americans, and keep the fucking lights on in this place, dude. It is crazy to me that without a phone call being like, hey, man, can you just, you know, Change your I've word. got a huge, they, they know where to fucking find me. They know that we exist. They know we're an American company. They could have company. sent you a letter. They could have sent me an email. They could have sent me a letter say, hey, stop using the word micro. And I would have been a little irritated, but I would have been like, all right. And I would have changed it. But instead of that, it was a full-fledged cease and desist IP infringement. And it's, it's just, it's completely unacceptable when I've got, I just got other shit to do, man. Like we're trying to do, I've got shit to do today. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it the was, last thing I need to do is be opening case logs and getting my attorney involved and trying to fix this thing. Cause it really does take away from the overall mission, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. It kind of similar to how, speaking of Glock, Glock actually sent something similar when part of our logo looked too similar to a Glock. Correct. Yeah, man. The concealed carrier logo that I had. I'll pop it up has had what would resemble a Glock silhouette. And indeed, it was the silhouette of a Glock. Okay, Mind you, enough. the most common handgun in the world. Right. So, and, and I'm not saying that it was derived from the silhouette, sil- silhouette of a Glock, but if you were to take a look at this particular silhouette inside of the logo, and you said, what type of firearm does that look like? One may guess Glock. Glock. So, they get back to me, and... Uh, well, they, they did the exact out. same thing. Yeah. They didn't reach out. No, no, no. Well, they yeah, yeah. did the exact same thing that Aimpoint just did. And they um, 
filed a case. They went through the proper procedures and they went through all these procedures and legal procedures and protocols to get the listing removed of which I was never able to recover that listing. Even when that settlement went through with Glock and they were like, okay, fine, you're all good. And I'll walk you guys through the process. It was a very interesting process. At that point in time, I made a holster that was a Glock, you know, 17, 19 holster that did really 17, 19, 26, 27, right? It accommodated a lot of different platforms. Every single very, Glock on the planet. Every <laughs> single Glock on the planet because they're all the fucking same pretty much. And I, it was, it was a significant part of the revenue of the company. Now, when I say significant at this point in time, this was a few years ago that this happened. That product generated on Amazon. I'll just be upfront and honest. That product generated on Amazon uh, half a million dollars a year in top line revenue, right? And so it legitimately paid the salary of like three people here when you got down to the bottom line on the net profit of that product. And it was terrifying for me. I was like terrifying. I right. was like, dude, what am I going to fucking do? Right. I don't have, I'm now, they immediately turned the faucet off on me and didn't give me a chance to rebut. But when I did, I said, okay, if you want your silhouette out of my logo, mind you, this, it, the logo wasn't even on the website. It was on like the product packaging. It wasn't even on Amazon. It was just on the product packaging that it came with. Somebody got a hold of it at some point in time because they have like AI now that, and they had it before open like, AI like and Disney. all that. Yeah. They would run through all the searches on the internet. They would find something that resembled their shit. And what Glock was able to do was usually you can't patent a shape, but somehow, or you can't trademark a shape, right? Because trademarks are forever. Like I've got Tacticon trademarked, it's trademarked in, in perpetuity so long yeah. as I renew and make the payments. However, Glock somehow managed to trademark the trade dress, which is the shape of their pistol, has been trademarked, amazingly enough. So they said no, and I was like, cool, whatever, I don't like it, but I will conform, and I will, because I don't have the budget to go up to, to go up against that army of attorneys. You, you can't fight Glock, no way. No, no, crazy, right? And so my opinion attorney was like, what do you wanna do? And I was like, well, let's change it to something that I know for sure isn't patented or has any trademark affiliated with it. Let's go with a silhouette of a 1911. It has a, I'll explain the differences. Instead of a squared trigger guard with that little point that kind of juts out on, on the trigger guard, it has a rounded trigger guard on a typical 1911. It has a hammer because it is not a striker-fired pistol. And um, it is just completely different in every way, shape, and form. It's not boxy. It's kind of roundy. We even rounded out the nose. It's one of the most beautiful handguns on the planet. <laughs> really? To be honest, yeah. Yeah. Single stack, not double stack. You guys know the drill, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> So this thing is clearly a 1911. We send it back to Glock for their review. Their attorneys get back to me and say, we're sorry, but it looks still too much like our pistol. I swear to God. Oh, when my attorney was like, dude, these guys are ridiculous. And I was like, what? They were like, they said it looks too much like their pistol. And I was like, it's because it's a silhouette of a pistol. And he was like, I know. And I was like, what do you want me to do, dude? He was like, I don't know what we need to do right now, but I don't think you're going to be able to get this listing back because they will not retract that IP infringement claim because they think that this silhouette looks too much like their silhouette of a Glock. And I was like, because it does. 
because a pistol looks like, like a fucking pins? pistol. I was like, I can't put a revolver on there because it's not gonna. It doesn't fit the brand. I don't even make holsters for revolvers. Right. You know. So it's and, and so and so dude, it, the crazy. This is the craziest shit, right? So we go back and forth with these attorneys for a long time, and somehow this this is a contracted group of attorneys. Somehow they get. I don't know if there's a there's a change in management, but this group of attorneys leaves, right? Or whoever was handling our case left, and then some other guy came in, and my attorney basically said this. He said, "I think what they're doing is trying to bill hours. I think this is what I think they're trying to use this as a way to just create some billable hours for Glock. Basically, hey, we found something, right? Let's fucking bill some hours for it. Let's do it." And so they were. And this new guy came in. I don't know if it was a new firm or just a new attorney for that firm. And he literally said to my attorney, he was like, what the fuck were we doing? I am so sorry. This is ridiculous. This is a waste of company resources, both our firm's company resources and Glock's resources. We will retract this immediately. Now, we got a letter from them saying, yes, you're all good. We submitted the letter with Amazon. They retracted it personally from Amazon. Guess what? Never got the fucking listing back. Amazon was like, fuck you. You did what you did. And now you got to pay the consequence. And we're out a half a million dollars a year because of it. Because we had to rebuild that listing and it was just never the same. Mm -hmm. That listing doesn't do 10% of what it used to do. Right? So anyway, that's the half a million dollar a year Glock story. So um, and that's what that's what happened, dude. You could put that think they're not understanding. You could put a fucking smaller business out of business. That almost put me under, dude. That right. was very. I was very close to that. That wouldn't have put me completely under, but I almost had to lay off. Like it was serious shit. We banked on that revenue. That was when we had four employees. Yeah, and I was one of four. Yeah, it that revenue that was coming in was like, I think three quarters of the payroll for the, the annual payroll, two thirds or three quarters of the annual payroll. Dude, it terrified me. And what this whole story has been about is standing together as the Second Amendment, yeah. right? And it's it's this fucking infighting that is hoo ha nonsense from from these large big dog companies that are. What am I gonna do, dude? I'm Tacticon. I'm not gonna put this company. Trigicon out of business. No. I'm not going to put this company. We don't want to. I, I have no intention of it, and nor I'm not even in the same fucking category as these guys are, right? And I want to say something else to you guys. We were talking about this. This is pretty fucking cool. And this is another reason I want to thank you guys because we, <laughs> I think what's happening right now, I'm seeing this like very subtle transition. And it's maybe just because I'm like swimming around in our own comments that I shouldn't be swimming around in. But it does. It's, so, it's a yeah. self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> it's kind of a little echo chamber that I'm living in. Um, Fake it till you make it. <laughs> but I like, I love the fact that what I'm seeing the shift of is it was cool to own the cool gear. And I'm starting to see this. I don't need your fucking cool gear. I can do the same shit with less. You see? Yeah. It's happening. I'm watching it. It's I, like, look I at the shit is. I can do with, it, it's almost like a proud thing to say now that I can do all the same stuff with 10%, 20% of the cost of what you paid. I can outshoot your DD with a PSA. Straight up. Right. I think that That's is- That's fucking gangster. I think that is far more 
masculine, <laughs> right? If we're talking about masculine, I, I think that is far more impressive being able to get out there and outperform somebody with all that Gucci gear. Not to mention how embarrassing would it be to show up with a really, really nice set of $10,000 golf clubs and then golf a 120 on the golf course. Right. Right. You got a fucking 48 handicap or some shit, right? You got a, the trash. most expensive set of golf clubs. Yeah. Or how cool would it be to show up to the golf course and say, these were my great grandfather's hand-me-downs. I got this at Goodwill. <laughs> wooden shafts. And then you smoke everybody on the golf course with your wooden shafts because you're trained. Right. Because you, you've practiced. You play golf. <laughs> because you play golf. You play fucking golf. You know what I mean? It's like, I would, I would rather the latter. Right. I would much rather the latter. And I see this. That is somewhat of a shift, that paradigm shift that we talked about saying, hey, guns save lives. Guns don't kill people. Right. That's what we need to start thinking. We should really start thinking of kind of like the Chad paradigm shift. Right. Chad used to be bad, right? Calling people a right. Chad online. Yeah, yeah. it's a Chad. It's Fucking a Chad. kind of douchebag, yeah. But now, yeah, it's kind of, it was akin to a douchebag. And somehow... It worked its way around to now it's good to be a Chad. Now it's good to be a Chad. <laughs> so you want to be a fucking Chad. I, you want to be a Chad. I want a Chad. Giga Chad. So we're seeing that. I think I, I think I want to say that we're seeing that same shift. That's like, dude, I'm doing a lot with a little here. Right. I'm out there training and people are giving each other props for being out there training. Not props because I bought some shit. Right. right? It's props for I know how to drive this car that I have. Not I bought a Ferrari and I don't know how to drive it. Right. That nobody gives a fuck. If you bought a Ferrari, everybody cares if you know how to drive that Civic and outperform I was the about Ferrari to say the fucking Twisties. Civic. You know yeah. what I mean? That's Dude, what people care. That's what I care about. If you can drag a fucking knee on a 250 yeah. and someone's on a Pentagale and they're too afraid to fucking lean, yeah. <laughs> you're the gangster. Then you're the G. You're the G. You're the G you're in that moment. G. I totally agree with you. Oh, I think that's the message. that this. These are the people we need to be putting up in the spotlight. Right. Right, and if you, the, and if you're dragging knee on the Pentagale, awesome. That's great too. Great, yeah. But everybody's gonna fucking laugh at you when you stall out a five hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah, absolutely. Period. Every single. And person. when you get to the range and you've got all this really nice shit, like that one dude, I'll never forget him. That dropped ten thousand dollars worth of fucking action. firearms on the fucking table, and he came out to our range, and I was like, these are amazing and very expensive. Oh yeah. How do they shoot? And he uh, said, I don't, I don't know. know. I've never shot them. And I said, how long have you had them? And he's like, a few years, man. And I'm just like, dude, it's not, I'm not impressed by the fact that you own nice guns. I'm not impressed by the fact that you drive a nice car, but I am impressed by the fact that you drive that car well, ride that bike well, hit those golf clubs well, shoot that gun well. Right. You want to impress people? Be a better thing inside of that category. Be right. a better human, a better practitioner of those things within that category. Right. You can't impress people because you buy some shit. Nah. Everybody's got shit now. Yeah. We're living in 2023. Everybody's got nice shit. I'm, you know what I mean? Somebody, everybody's got the same phone. Everybody drives a fucking car. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. There, there are people out there, obviously, that don't have rides, that take public transportation. I'm not saying or marginalizing the fucking people out there that don't have a lot. Don't be poor. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Wait. You're going to have to attribute your quote. Attribute the quote, man. You can't just say somebody else's. You can't take somebody else's fucking intellectual property. Don't be poor. Lucas Bakken. Lucas Bakken. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, so, anyway. I'm, I'd be far more impressed with the dude that showed up to it with a PSA and a fucking yeah, you know, and, a fucking $100 optic and dude, outshot everybody. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. It, it really is, too. And it's yeah. just, get good. 
it's all about the training. It's all about the time you put in. It's not about the monetary value that you put in. Right. It's not yeah. about the dollars down. It's about the time and the energy you put in. Yeah, absolutely. You can go buy Milserp gear and you can and you can crush. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, Milserp gear is Milspec. Right. So it's automatically better. Yeah. It's, it's automatically be. better. Absolutely. You know one thing that we did forget to mention? Mm. Speaking of Milspec was Adam from Ballistic High Speed. No, we didn't. We that didn't had forget nothing about you. to do with Milspec, but that was an amazing segue nonetheless. It You're was. welcome. Adam. Uh, he is what I would like to consider at this point a good friend. He is a good friend. Both him and Bryce are phenomenal people. Those yeah. are the guys over at Ballistic High Speed. If you don't know who they are, go binge their videos. They're fantastic. Dude, this guy's fucking incredible. The, the things that they do with these high-speed cameras, the, all the things that you've wondered inside of your mind, I wonder what happens when a bullet hits a bullet. Like, I wonder what on. happens when the bullet impacts angled glass. You're going to see stuff that you've only thought about and that they're doing. They're phenomenal, but I wonder what happens when an RPG explodes in my face. In my face, which is what happened to our sweet boy Adam. Well, yeah. it is unfortunate that it happened, but fortunately, he is alive. Yeah, and he is. It is. He is doing good. He's doing I think it made him look better, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You it's heard not me. hard to do. You heard me. Adam. Not hard to do, buddy. But uh, <laughs> but here's the deal. Gave him a little facial. You know what I mean? Go over there. I'll leave a link in the description. Show those guys some love. Adam is facing some gnarly, gnarly medical bills um, for his life being saved. And yeah. it would, talking about stan like standing together. We're talking six-figure six medical bills that are not being covered right now because by the VA. He's a yeah. vet. He's a vet. He's yeah. solely covered under VA medical care. And as anybody, of, anybody out there who knows that's ever attempted to deal with the VA, it is very, very difficult sometimes yeah. to get them to participate yeah. so i i feel for him speaking of standing together as the 2a let's stand together go watch their video because that helps because they're monetized that will help give them money let it play in the background like share subscribe to their stuff Dude. and also go donate good yeah go, well go donate so or i don't know if they actually have a they're they selling do. the shirts they, they so, have a so pure, yes. pure donation as well they have a pure donation we'll on link their, it on their rpg video and okay. i'll link the donation but also their bunker branding yeah they're selling shirts i think it's like got back blast or something yep um you can buy that you can get something back for your donation because that will help them as well yeah. yeah but either way go help those boys especially adam we met him out for the first time out in san antonio it was a really interesting story because i he was <laughs> you're such a prick for this i know i know like i, I just gotta be does he even know this adam no does he does he know what i like the, the details that i told you about what i thought before I found out that he was blown up a few weeks before. I don't think so. Okay, well, he's so gonna, if you're listening, he's to gonna, this, you might be. He's gonna find he, out. He now. watches our he, stuff, and yeah. we appreciate you. <laughs> so, I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. So this is this is interesting. I meet him. You got to meet him first. So yeah. when I came up, I got this very um, kind of like short introduction. I right. didn't get the long explanation of what happened. I had no idea that Adam had been blown up by this RPG in his video, and I most certainly didn't know that it happened three weeks prior to me shaking his hand at that event two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So here's what happened. This motherfucking, I meet him. This motherfucking trooper, I want to throw this in real quick. This motherfucking trooper gets blown up by an RPG, is knocked out for quite some time, spends a week in the, two weeks in the hospital, two weeks in the hospital, gets out for one week and then flies to fucking San Antonio for a range day. Yeah, it was 
pretty incredible. Savage. The dude's walking around. Yeah. Like third degree burns all over his fucking body. The right half of his face is paralyzed from ner- nerve damage. Currently, it might come back. It should come back. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I know. I know. Because that's the Adam I met. I know. That's the Adam. I didn't even see. I had heard of Ballistic High Speed, and I've seen a lot of their videos kind of cut into other things. Yeah. But I had never seen him until we met him at that there event. And that's the Adam I know. And I know for his own benefit and for his own health. I want that to come back. Absolutely. But deep, Absolutely. I, I do want that to come back. But deep down inside, I hope he can, you know, at least give me the old Adam back Every on, once co- in on a while. command. Yeah. We're like, dude, can you just go back to the half smile? <laughs> that was amazing. To the Forrest Whitaker for yeah. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Anyways, continue with your meeting him. Um, you get the short version. I get the short version. Um, it was basically, hey, what's up? You know, by the way, you know, I'm a vet and I, you know, I'm a vet too. And I was blown up and I, it, he didn't say it like that. But in so many things, I pieced together information that the guy was a veteran. He had also got blown up and that's why he was walking kind of funny, couldn't shake my hand properly. And uh, half of his face was paralyzed. And so I thought this stuff happened a long time ago, at which I was like, I kept forgetting and I kept trying to shake his right hand. Now, on the very last night, before I really learned the whole story, I, I shook his hand again by accident and I really did kind of grab it hard. And I was like, and he was like, oh, fuck, man. Really, like, not that hand. And I was like, come on, dude. You served what, like a decade ago? Uh, <laughs> I've so got friends bad. that got blown up and they're fine. I mean, they're not, but nothing hurts anymore. Everything's going to be okay. I mean, this is literally the first thought that went through my mind was, all right, are All right. you kind of don't, don't overplay it? Don't overplay it. Like everything's yeah. fine. It's been a decade. I'm sure everything's healed up. And again, I'm just being. I, I should. <laughs> I should never have fucking thought that. Mind you, I'm just being candid, honest, and vulnerable in this fucking podcast and letting you know the thought that ran through my mind. And believe me, that shit is G-rated compared to the shit that I think about some people when I meet them for the first time. There are many thoughts that cross through my mind. You should have heard what he thought about me. (laughs) (laughs) I judge like a motherfucker, and then thanks to stoicism, I scale that shit back, and I become a better human being. Right. That is what I do. I've tried. I have become a spiritual, one with the spiritual universe. However... In this moment, I was like, come on, man. And uh, I get outside to give them their treats because I brought them some treats. Um, Some goodies. Some goodies, a little goodie bag with some stuff. And I was like, hey, let's go outside and chat for a minute. And I'm going to give you the stuff before you go. And I'm glad I did because he said something about, yeah, man, I'm just, you know, after getting out of the hospital last week. And I was like, what? Wait, 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 hold on. Scale back. And he goes, oh, yeah, dude, I was discharged a week ago. I was like, whoa, whoa, what happened? He goes, I got blown up with an RPG. I was like, I thought you were in the military a long time ago. He goes, no, no, I was. I was shooting an RPG three weeks ago, and it blew up in my face. And I was like, what are you doing here right now? And he was like, oh, dude, I just, I, you know, we really wanted to come to this, and we wanted to be a part of the fall. I was like, you are a fucking animal, dude. Dude, animal. You were blown. And he was like, dude, let me just, let me show you something. And he shows me this video. And... Like, I couldn't believe my eyes. You guys can actually see the video if, now if you... Yeah, it, I, Or you can't, right? Yeah. You have to get on their Patreon, or is it no, no, the it's, actual footage You of can the see videos? the footage, yeah. It's on It's on YouTube. So... Jake is uh, Jake is the guy that Bryce is talking about in the Unsub podcast when he's like, I showed this to another guy who was a vet. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, cool. I, so... He didn't want to out you. He didn't want to out me, you know. So I... Anyway, so we... Uh, and he did ask me. He was like, hey, are you okay with seeing this? He was very respectful. Are you yeah. okay with seeing this because this is hard to watch? 
And I was like, dude, I've seen it all. I fucking wake up, drink my coffee, take a shit, go on and watch people die TV. Right? So, except this was hard to watch. It's hard. It's hard, especially because I knew him. It had just happened. It was recent. The wounds were fresh. This dude had third degree burns on his fucking hands. And it's jerky. That is why when I shook his hand, God, like I try to do. such a dick. And he goes, ow. Well, yeah, because your skin is falling off your body. Yeah. So I'm sorry. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. But that's the last nice thing I'm ever going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for those of you wondering why we're such pricks, we talk to him on a regular we basis. We talk to him on a regular basis. Him. And he eats crayons. He also. He is a Marine, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Was he? I think so. I thought he was. They army. don't send the army to Somalia. Whatever. As far as I'm concerned, you're a cranier, Adam. <laughs> so uh, even if you're not a cranier, you're a cranier now. But a, it all makes it you're all makes sense. Cranier, and when I watched it, heart. I was like, yeah, it was fucking hard to watch. And like I couldn't believe in, in the moment. I'm sitting here, this guy is standing in front of me, which three weeks ago, this thing happened that I'm watching on this video. And I mean this thing detonates in his face. face. Boom. I it was by sheer you they gave a full really really it's just, compelling just go watch their video. breakdown it's fucking phenomenal there i can't do it justice here because bryce is he's just incredibly intelligent he's dude. a great storyteller too. he's a great storyteller the yeah. dude can break down a fucking story yeah yeah well spoken well spoken easy to talk to yeah um and it was definitely i would say the highlight of my trip out to san antonio was being able to meet those guys yeah. I, there was a ton of cool people out there believe me you know meeting just meeting all the dudes that we've seen right but never been able to actually have conversations with was incredible it was awesome I going know, out there like your one of your favorites was uh micah dude i almost <laughs> kissed that man you did Kinda, i swear a little to bit micah is uh, uh micah mayfield. He, he worked micah mayfield he, he's got his own channel he works with grantham and you my I, friend i don't kiss and tell i'm sorry take that back internet dude you dude me and him are i love I, that man you almost i mean i i don't know did your lips touch no. Because, dude, you were close. We were close. You were really close. We were exchanging breath for sure. I mean, it was so close. It was very close. <laughs> it was like I turned. I was talking to that. I'm uh, pretty I sure I felt his hairs on my. I was talking to Art, and I turned over my left shoulder. I was like, "Oh my god, he is kissing. He's getting <laughs> kissing." And I was like, "You kissed him." He was like, "No, I didn't." And I think the angle that yeah. I was at, it yeah. just looked like you yeah. did. So to explain, I don't want to kiss and tell too much, but <laughs> drinks were involved, and it was a very emotional moment. The very homoerotic moment as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, for me, I know that like I was once a fanboy, and definitely growing up watching a lot of these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah watching was... Brandon, watching Donut, Eli. Yeah. Uh, I watched Micah less, but I've seen that's because he didn't have his shit. He, he didn't he, have his own right. channel. But yeah, for the past had... like two right. or three years, he's been filming for a GT, so I have been watching him. Yeah. So I mean, but. Um, just it was really cool to meet these guys and have them be as humble and as cool as they were and in they person. Were. They, they were, were all, they, they were all like they're phenomenal dudes. Standard Earth cats, really, dude. yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, there are, you know, I, you know, what's funny is like, oh, an admin, admin, we see That's you. That's all I gotta say. We dude. see you. Just, yeah, he's he's you know. he's cool as hell. He's he's fucking. He's a great dude. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that you told me that he said was none of us were like, actually, we went to that range day and none of us were actually shooting at the range day. A lot, a lot of us, quote unquote, I don't I want to I don't want to include me in this, but the influencers. Yeah. Um, we just kind of kind of hung back. 
I will tell you guys a funny story. This is this is quite funny. You've you've already heard me tell it to a couple people around here, but I'm gonna say it again because it's worth repeating. Nolan and I get to this event with other influencers. We get there. These there are other people there that are far more well-known and impactful than we are. And we get approached by several individuals who are like, hey, can we get a picture with you? And Nolan and I are like, yeah, yeah no problem, sure. man, right on. And they hand me the fucking phone. They're like, <laughs> and I'm like, sweet, man. Yeah, I'll take your guys' photo. And you know what? I'd be okay if that happened once or twice, but it happened like multiple fucking times, like multiple, like more than two. <laughs> Where somebody was like, can I get a picture? And by the like, I don't know, third, fourth, fifth time, however many times it fucking happened, I just grabbed the phone. I was like, give me the fucking phone. Is this why you haven't talked you. to me until this <laughs> until podcast? This podcast. <laughs> I was like, I get it. I get it. You know, everybody likes yeah, the fucking know. talent. It's okay. Yeah, we see who you love around here. Um, no, it's no, it was it cool was though. It, it really was, was. It was good. It was it was an awesome time, and we're and, very but, grateful. You know, to get and out I there. will say something about that is. Yeah, while it was a hit to the ego, I can fully admit it. Nobody give a fuck that I was there. But I will say this. I will say this because it's, 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 it's important. That's exactly what we wanted to happen. We wanted to build like a community that you were more like, the. of course, like I pop in every now and then, but you're more the face of it, dude. Like I still have to like do a lot of behind the scenes stuff mm -hmm. and try to, you know, try to run a fucking business can't always be, you know, can't always be fucking, you know. Can't always be Tactical Ryan Reynolds or, or Academy James Award Madison. winner. Um, yeah. It was kind of the goal in the first place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Was to essentially do that and have me kind of back out. Not to mention, dude, I'm not going to let you, I'm going to let you guys know right now, like my biggest asset to this company was sitting down in that tiny room in the back that we used to have and... Talk about how to zero in a laser sight. So I'm not exactly fucking entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, here's today, we're going to go through mounting an LPVO on your and, rifle. And you're you going to turn this screw, yeah. and it'll raise it. Yeah. And then you can turn it this way. It'll bring well, it down. bring it back down, yeah. Um, and, you know, back in those days, what's funny about, if you go back and watch those videos, just find the laser sight instructional video, I think yeah. it is, is I was, um, back when that was posted, I was still kind of in and out of drinking a little bit. Oh, I, really? This is before, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like trying to get sober, mm -hmm. but I was still drinking. And you could tell in some of those videos, like I was, I it may not have been that exact video, but if you go to back in the old ones, you'll the be able videos, to, you'll be yeah. able to see. I was like puffy, kind of uh, inflated. I was sweating. So it was just I really was, hot. I was really hot. Just and there like was fluctuating no, temperature. Like <laughs> no reason to be hot. I had like beaded, beaded sweat on my forehead. <laughs> Breathing really heavy. Uh, I look at some of those and I'm like, oh, I can't focus. I couldn't formulate a sentence. I was, yeah. I had super dark circles under my eyes. Yeah, really, really bad. I'm just glad I'm not there anymore. Sometimes I come across those and I'm like, ooh, man. However, I will say this. That um, those videos have more more views than any of your long forms. So uh, clearly they they like my style. They want to see me zero a laser sight. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm just fucking with you. If dude. I could watch, <laughs> which I do, old alcoholic Jake <laughs> zero in a laser I'd sight. I want to see that too. <laughs> it's on repeat at my house. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, one thing that that you know, we're, it's a dynamic duo. It is. No, it is. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot yeah. of fun doing what we do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be here without you, and and you would. 
And you wouldn't laugh nearly as much without me. Oh, well, we would not be where, like the company would not be where we were at without you. Oh, without, don't flatter me. Without anybody. I, don't, I won't take that. Seriously. Like without you, the exposure that we have, and I'm not talking about the success of the company from a branding perspective. I am talking about moreover the voice that we are able to have now and the voice that we are able to, like, I love the fact that you put everybody's comments on a fucking microphone in your range therapy videos. I love the fact that we go through and even the trolls get addressed, right? Everybody gets a fucking hot seat, which is amazing because for me, that means the community becomes literally what it's supposed to be, which is the fucking community. It's the, community. the firearm community. Yes. Bringing us all together. Dude, if we, hopefully one day we've got like crazy shit, like holographic live meeting rooms where we could all kind of be together. Fun but sad. that's why the Discord is so much fucking fun right. sometimes when I'm in a sad mood. I'll be like, I'm just gonna pop into Discord and get a good laugh and talk some shit in here because it really is building a community of, for Christ's sake, man, like a Trijicon? Yeah. Jesus Christ, a pair of flip-flops. Flip-flops. Yeah. This, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, this gift was the best, most thoughtful, and certainly most expensive gift that I got from anybody in my entire in my entire family and friends group for Christmas. Do you want to know what, what I got, that, Jake? What that means is nothing, and it's also the worst <laughs> gift because it's my competitor's brand. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But but honestly, like it really is. I mean, that something like that. I mean, that just shows you how powerful. Because you, you, you were asking if someone had one of these, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, oh, that's right. I was trying to see if somebody had one so that we could do some level of torture testing against our Predator Reef. Fuck, man. I forgot about that. See how thoughtful this is? There's so much more thought that's put into this than I even realized. I asked one time, anybody got a, tr a Trigicon SRO? That's all I did. I said, I'll, I'll buy it off you used. I'd really like to use it up against our predator before. I forgot I even asked that fucking question. How incredible is that? When you build a community with people who are like-minded that care about you, like it's fucking, it, it, it feels good knowing that outside of our intrinsic family and friends group that we have here physically, that we can digitally build that. Yeah. It, it's, dude, I'm telling you, it feels good. It does. And for anybody that feels fucking alone, right? Which can happen for a lot of us, like genuinely feel alone. That is a shitty place to be. It is one of the worst feelings ever. It can lead into supreme depression, self alcoholism, self-pity. Yeah. Ask me how I fucking know. You know what I mean? And um, so it's it's really cool that that people are able to go here and immediately be just a fucking part of something really cool. That's it. I Everybody mean, I thought, you ages know I mean. from 18 to 45 or the militia. Wait, hold on. No, everybody. <laughs> Wait, I'm off track. Not sure. No, but it really is the Second Amendment community. Yeah. We're a community of people who practice and work on empowering the Second Amendment, which is a life-saving amendment. Yeah, and it in so many different ways too. Like it is. there are so many different people doing so many different things. They may be dry firing and training in their backyard and then sharing videos of them doing so, or they might just be like sharing their kit or I've got one of these and I don't need it anymore. And whiskey Romeo in that group, Liam is one of the most selfless dudes that I've lovely that I've met. He's, he's, he, just, he's just a really good, like a solid fucking human dude, autism. Same thing. Yeah. This dude will like almost all of them shirt off his fucking back. I can go on and on and on, but yeah. really like some of these guys, the things that they do, it like makes you wonder like why, the fuck can we all just operate like this? Right. 
inside of this community. We are not all in competition with one no. another. We're here to build each other up. And having said that, there was a guy that you wanted to shout out. I think his name was Battlecock. Yes. So something that Jake and I have been talking about that we want to do is we want to bring up a creator or someone in the space, whether it's content, whether it they're making a product or something like that, and use potentially and hopefully what we have built, whether how, however small or large it is, and bring attention to them because we are a community. Yeah, it, um, it, it's super important. Yeah, and one of those people we've talked about before is Mad Minute Tacticians. Goal, he's trying to hit 10K on Instagram before you can the find year him, is up. You can find him down in the, we'll, in the we'll, comments. We'll go ahead and get that. He's a good dude preaching a good message. He wants to, he, his whole thing is being a dangerous man and building back the family unit. This goes for any of you guys too. If you ever thought about creating in the gun community or you ever wanted to be a part of it, like we'd be happy to help. We'd yeah. be happy to send you Products, I mean, dude, I've sent products to guys with seven followers, guys with seven million followers. Like, yeah. we send products to yes. fucking everybody um, if you wanted to, be, or if you just wanted, like, if you wanted to bounce some ideas. Yeah. Like, if you were like, hey, I'm going to get in the Discord We're group. not unapproachable. Dude, promise you. Yeah. If you're like, hey, what camera settings do you use? What cameras do you use? How do you do this? How do you do that? There are no trade secrets so far as I'm concerned. I don't and, give a shit. And I just want to be clear about this. We are sometimes terrible at responding. It's not a personal yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Do you know how yeah, often Jake and I don't respond to each other? All the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. But anyways, I just wanted to shout out Mad Minute one more time. But um, Battlecock, I've been following him on Twitter for quite some time. It's Battlecock Actual. This motherfucker makes some phenomenal Glock framework. Yeah. This, like, it is chef's kiss. It is. It's amazing. phenomenal. He does it all by hand. This, this, this fucking guy. And we are not for one. We are not one to, <laughs> we're not one to that particular. We are not ones who particularly enjoy somebody holding up a gun in a photo. I've made, holding up, <laughs> I've made a piece of content making fun of people that hold up guns and, and turn them around, but, jerking it is, off their but it is yeah. okay for this man because, because of his art. Yeah, because he makes everything he's holding in his videos. Yeah, like which is phenomenal. It is. Like, he's a champ. Um, I was even asking. I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." He put this like a uh, rubber-looking sleeve on it, and you were like, "No, dude, that is part of the gun." Yeah, he literally soldered it. Soldered it out of the gun to make it look like he that. He dremeled it out. He <laughs> soldered it. Was, it. He serico. Dude, it's incredible. It the looks so good. Some of, in fact, some of the. Uh, some of the firearms that he had in those videos looked like they belong or I've seen them possibly because they may have been in a video game or in some sort of like, right cartoon. Right. Because I, the, like when you're looking at those, when you're looking at the guns, you guys got to just check them out. It's hard to describe them. He also it looks made like this abomination, the fucking extra uh, long oh, handle. The extra long handle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking monster. It is. But <clears throat> some of them look like they belong in like fucking halo or something. Yeah. You're like, Holy shit. Where did this come looks from? Looks awesome. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So anyway, shout out to that dude. Shout we'll continue to, to shout out some of the creators that are just kind of either like up and coming or just have a good message. I don't give a fuck. If you or got that 10, are doing 10, cool shit. 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that's doing cool shit. We'll, we'll definitely support. And, and to wrap it up, to wrap, wrap it all, to up. wrap this whole thing up, we wanted to talk about, the future plans of Tacticon, where we are going, not as a company, not as a brand, not for products, but where this is going, the 2A Pro thing. 2A Pro as an organization, as a community, to be able to change the narrative about guns being bad, assisting 
the community that's up, up and coming, that's going to be getting into guns. You can't do anything about any of the humans out there right now that have already made up their mind about hating guns and hating the Second Amendment. There's maybe. not a lot you can do. Maybe. Maybe. As previously spoke of the guy that I still haven't looked up his name yet, but will be in this podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dude that was converting yes. KKK members yes. back into society. Exactly. So it is possible. It is possible. And I think the way that we do that, there's, well, two ways. One is to get the youth from a young age before they are indoctrinated by the media and basically um, brainwashed, essentially, to think guns are bad, guns are scary, guns are terrifying. They're meant for the military. They kill people. Is get them into an environment where they can appreciate tactics. They can appreciate the not just the importance and the significance of what they mean to our freedom, but the fun that can happen behind them. Because a lot of what we talk about is like very serious. Oh, well, preserving freedoms. We're not going to lie. Shooting guns is fun. Doing what we do it's is fun. fun. As fuck. It's a fucking blast. Yeah. Blast, right? So if if we can get behind that and kind of gamify it for the younger kids, even if it's like CQB in your house with Nerf guns, right? Getting them into airsoft one day, slowly rolling that into some static flat range shooting, and then getting them into dynamic shooting. I mean, these are the things that we could participate in with this group coming up with this like group of youngsters that are coming up that their only experience and interaction with a firearm is typically from call of duty and then video the games only, or the news and or the, and exactly. So they're getting it from call of duty, right? And they're like, Oh cool. Yeah. Guns, military kills people. And then they hear from the news guns, kill people, kill people, kill people, right? Kill people bad. Is, yeah. And that's what, that's essentially all they're getting. But if they get more than that, if we can all go out and do our part and that's why he and I are talking today about potentially putting, like a training like facility together that's like this big mount. We buy the land, we put up a kill house, we put up a range, and then should we, we call it a fun house instead of a kill house? <laughs> yeah, it'd just be fun house. It's a fun house. I like it. Right. I like it. And the whole thing, I would hope one day could be kind of a not for profit. And why would it be not for profit? What's so philanthropic about going out and shooting guns? Well, everything. There's yeah. everything philanthropic about going out and training and about becoming a part of the militia that is going to protect the freedoms that will hopefully keep the United States intact for the remainder of our generation's lives to come. Right. I can only dream. Right? And and along that, because that that hits such a core. Right. But, you know, one thing that you see or that I have seen a lot is people going these crazy gun nuts, right? Mm -hmm. uh, specifically from the left side of politics, these crazy gun nuts. You're so obsessed with guns. Why are you so obsessed with guns? I think back to constantly because a gun can be put in a mother or daughter's hands yeah. and protect them from a rapist. Yeah. That's but, why I'm crazy about guns. And they can protect them from an assailant with a second degree black belt. They can protect them from... Uh, a UFC fighter, a 350 pound man, yeah. the invisible man, literally whoever it is, yeah, because a is gun the, is the ultimate equalizer. It is. It is the ultimate equalizer. Because and when your children are left at home and they're brought up responsibly, as we have seen in news articles of like 14 year old kids who are able to defend their home and defend their lives mm -hmm. with their dad's gun. Yeah. How many times have you met somebody who doesn't like guns, it's happened to me quite a few times. And they're like, I don't like them. Well, have you shot one? No. no. Do you own one? No. no. 
then how the fuck would you ever assume because that you would because like they're a gun? scary? Yeah, yeah, so, so many. Watch I lived the, in L.A. and watch the terror on people's faces when they walk into a room and there's a gun sitting on the counter when they're not like the gun's going to do something like right. it's going to go off like it's going to shoot them. Yep. It's amazing to me to to watch the fear that is that is in somebody's fucking uh, in somebody's eyes when they're around a firearm and it's completely inanimate. Yeah. And it's unloaded and the slides locked to the rear. There's no ammunition inside of it. Dude, just afraid to touch it. Me and and I'm not making fun of these people. Right. This is what what's happening is it's exactly what you and I were talking about before. This is a this is a a conditioned response to a firearm from a very, yes. very young age. Yes. That that's bad. It does scary, nothing but kill can people. Hurt it's people. fucking scary. Yeah. And it's a terrifying weapon, an instrument of war. It's an right? instrument of death. It's an instrument of death, right? And yeah. so, which still, according to studies found, more people's lives are saved by a firearm every year. This is true. This is true. More firearms are saved more by lives. More, more firearms, firearms are, are saved, saved by, by lives, lives every year. Every year. <laughs> that is a fact. You can quote me. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Dines. <laughs> Jacob Dines. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> Allegedly. But I think that's. You know, so for those out there that have trained, that have owned a firearm, and that have made the switch and say, no, never again, I'm not going to own a firearm, I'm not going to train anymore, that's absolutely ridiculous, I hate these things, there's nothing that you're probably ever going to do for those individuals. But for the ones that say, I don't like guns, why, right. I've never shot one. Right. To those of you out there, we ask, come with me, just come on down. Yeah, come on. Right? Come on down. We'll take you out. We'll take you out. Ammo's on me. We'll put a few shots down range. We'll see what you think about this thing when the day's over. Right. And I guarantee you nobody's going to leave there without a smile on their face because that's usually what happens because there is a lot of power and respect that comes from a very small device. And it's fun. And it's fun. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, people used to respect being a warrior. That's Dude, that's a good point. You can talk about that for a second. Yeah. For a second. It used to be because that that is man. It used to be respectable to be strong. It used to be respectable to be brave and to be willing to take up arms for what most people might say the greater good. Yeah. But to defend one one's land, defend one's family. But now it's seen as a sign of well, it is trying to be pushed as a narrative, as a sign of weakness, as a sign of um, insecurity as a demonization that wanting to be that wanting to be dangerous wanting to be deadly wanting to know your way around a firearm wanting to be as efficient a you know this might bite me in the butt but to be as efficient of a killer as possible yeah so you can yeah. protect your own yeah there is nobody i've 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 personally i can't say there's nobody i have personally never heard anybody say why does that guy need a black belt in these three different martial arts disciplines? Why is he yeah, training? Yeah, what are you, a fucking <laughs> pussy? Why is he training so hard? Why does he care about defending himself so much with his hands and his feet? Just get punched in the face like a real man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody, nobody. Nobody. I've never heard anybody be like, why is this guy so trained? What happens is people go, he's revered, right? Even in our own society, people like that are revered. Like, this dude's dangerous. Like, this dude's got his shit. It takes but discipline. The, but the second you own fucking 20 firearms, you're crazy. Why? I'm not crazy. I get it. I only have two fucking hands. Right? I study the martial art of the gun. How about that? Right. 
So you got two hands. Why do you need 20? Well, because there's probably a lot of people around me that don't have guns. Because I've got when shit 10 fingers fan, and 10 toes. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> yeah, and your toes, they, they are an element in and of their own. And they have. You never know with these piggies. <laughs> yeah, you never know with those piggies. Two guns per. Um, but it really is. It's one of those things where if something bad happens, then. And the people don't have the guns around you. What are you going to do? You're going to give them the guns and say, hey, let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. To go. Work. Even if this is where the trigger's at. This is where the safety's at. Yeah, let's go to work. Watch my back. <laughs> yeah, watch my back. Yeah, yeah, watch my back. Yeah, don't put, don't point the gun at me. Yeah, don't <laughs> point it that way. Point but, it that way. <clears throat> yeah, I, I firmly believe that it is, uh, it is something that can be changed under the assumption that somebody hasn't like hardcore already had some activity with firearms and they're just never going to change their mind. There are those out there. But for those that are just ignorant to it, and I don't mean that, in a bad way saying, ah, oh, they're ignorant. I mean that in a very good way. Those are the ones. Ignorance isn't necessarily a bad term. Ignorance by choice. Is, sure. Sure. Yeah. Ignorance by choices, which it is technically a bad term because contempt prior to investigation, right? right? There is a, what is one of my favorite co- quotes is by Herbert Spencer and mm, Herbert. The, which is often misattributed to uh, Winston Churchill, probably <laughs> it's every, all, all quotes lead back to Winston Churchill. <laughs> probably, uh, <laughs> Um, but I believe her, Herbert Spencer, and I'm going to paraphrase cause I don't know it exactly, which is there, there is a principle, which is a bar against all information that will never fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance. That principle is contempt prior to investigation. And that's great. It's great. Yeah. It's a great quote. It's a bar against all information. I can't believe Abraham Lincoln said that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it will never fail to keep a man or woman in ever, everlasting ignorance. Contempt prior to investigation. Mm-hmm. So when people don't investigate genuinely what's the meaning behind the Second Amendment, genuinely what firearms for, how dangerous they are without a human behind them, just an inanimate object right. sitting on a table, that is contempt of the firearm prior to investigation investigation of the tool that they actually are not even understanding that the reason why they're enjoying the freedoms that they have today is in is inherently possible because of these arms that the British were attempting to take away in the battle of Lexington and Concord when they, when they stormed on the whole, the British is coming, the British are coming. They were coming to take the armament. Yes. And so when what people don't understand is that's the shit that happens when the government you would, the first you would thing the government as a gun confiscation yes <laughs> and the more historical significance we can put behind disarmament of a population and having that be meaningful for those in our in our country and that's why history is so important because we can drill down into well why the gun regulations why are they taking the guns away? Is it really to keep everybody safe? Because the craziest fucking laws that I see around the Second Amendment are the laws banning passive protection from firearms, which is body armor. <laughs> Our founding fathers wrote the easiest way to enslave a population is to disarm them. Yes. Yes. Who was the one that I'm ro- looking at you, 1920s <laughs> Germany? <laughs> it, it, if if we can if we can wrap our minds around that, then we should start asking questions of why are they trying to take away passive body armor protection and what their answer is for those that are trying to take it away. Now, this is the overarching answer, which is essentially, I'll give you the real answer. The real fucking answer is they're virtually they're virtue signaling. Politicians virtue signal. They know that it's not going to make a fucking difference. Canceling the ability to 
procure body armor for your own passive protection is the only thing that does is virtue signaling to your constituents that look, I'm creating regulation to, uh, I'm creating regulation that will help and aid in gun control because now criminals won't be able to put body armor on and go commit crimes and get shot by the police and not die and then continue to, you know, kill more people. But what's actually happening, what's actually happening, if we really think about this, is no criminal who's about to go out and commit murder is going to think to himself, self, I should probably not put this piece of armor on because it's illegal. While uh, whilst I go commit this murder, yeah, criminals don't care follow <laughs> laws because, by definition, yeah, they're criminals. By definition, they're criminals. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty amazing concept when you think about it. And when you wrap your mind around these laws, you're like, wait, so. You're going to prevent law-abiding citizens from buying armor because Correct. that's the only people that are going to fucking not be buying body armor yeah. once you put that law into yep. place. It's crazy. It's It makes my mind melt Yeah, how fucking insane it's these bonkers. laws are. It's absolutely bonkers. And I know I talk about it all the time, but I keep talking about it because it's, it's just fucking crazy. Yep. And I feel like if there's enough of us that hear it and we're all just like, no, right? Because some people may, I'm not saying that people don't, think about it or that people aren't smart enough to come to that conclusion without me saying it out loud but what i am saying is it might not be be on everybody's radar all the time well it's and it's when, it's good i was gonna say it's it's very similar to um the line that i just said in range therapy yeah those are who are trying to make you weaker are probably trying to kill you yeah and most of you probably know that but like hearing it you go Oh, yeah. you're right. Dude, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I lose sight of that, and then I see a video or a thing that you do or we talk about it in this podcast, and it is a staunch reminder that, yeah, that's probably what's happening. We should keep that on the forefront of our minds that not everybody is out for our best interest as right. Americans. Right. Not everyone is. And as an entity of the government, I feel like Trump when I do this little <laughs> thing with my hands. Aliens. <laughs> as a government entity— Every, most people are selfish. Most things are selfish. Companies are inherently selfish. Humans, governments, institutions are inherently selfish because we all, what's in it for me? What's right. in it for me? Right. Right. It's very common marketing theme to use marketing towards somebody to say, here's what we're doing for you. Right. And I'm talking about even in our own marketing within like Tacticon. Describing what the item will do for you is far more effective than telling you that it has this and that feature and this feature. Nobody gives a fuck about the features. No. Nobody cares about us. Nope. Nobody cares about the fucking brand. Yeah. It's marketing 101 to say, how will it make you feel? How will it elevate your relationships, your health, or your wealth? Right. Right? That's it. And so- Why do you think boner pills are so popular? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'll give you this pill. It'll make your dick bigger. Oh! <laughs> yeah, no shit. So- if we have that, if, if we if we kind of dive into the psychology of it from a from a, from a standpoint of they don't care about you for the most part. I think we can all understand that, but it's being reminded of that that is going to keep us fucking healthy yes. and alive and the freedoms being preserved, yes. in my opinion. Well, I mean, we can break it down to even smaller level, right? Because people like to constantly think, oh, the government has our best interest at heart. I have a question for you. Man, woman, child, whoever is watching, dog, perhaps, cockroach. Uh, 
the guy in the next neighborhood over, do you know him? Mm. Do, you, do you give a shit about what he does? No. Yeah, that's a good point. If he, if, if the man two neighborhood over, two neighborhoods over, puts a gun in his mouth, blows his, blows his brains out, takes too many pills, <laughs> cheats on his wife, whatever it is, do you care? No. Maybe you might feel kind of empathetic that he took his life. Yeah, of course. But like, we're not going to, you know. But let's, let's not you're pretend not gonna here. You're not going to hear the news and it'll ruin your day. No. You're going to be like, oh, oh, well. Yeah, it sucks. When, yeah, when, <clears throat> when you see protesters on a bridge and you're like, oh, that's stupid. They're dumb. <coughs> but you weren't involved in it. doesn't matter to you. Right. Now, let's take that to a grander scale. Do you think these people that are writing laws on how you should live your life so care true. about you. That's so true. Dude. They tell you <clears throat> you can't cross the street unless it's where they tell you can. Yeah, that's the fucking truth. Now base every <clears throat> thought you have of the government based off that. They don't trust you <clears throat> to cross the road. Yeah. Here, here's the deal. Is they what, what they will tell you is shit like this, right? And man, sometimes we do get political, but you have to. It's all tied in together. It's all interwoven. What they will tell you is you have to put on your seatbelt because they care. They care about your security. Well, they. I. I don't. I will say this. A lot of the logic behind that is if you don't wear a seatbelt or don't cross the road in the right place, you get hit by a car or get ejected from your vehicle, then you will be tying up resources for hospitals. Now, now, if the government were to be paying for the hospitals and all of our medical care, I can see that. Like, hey, look, we've got to foot the bill on your fucking medical, so wear a fucking seatbelt. But that is not the case. Nope. That is not the case even in the fucking slightest. Nope. What is happening right now, as we all know with fucking Obamacare, is that you, the very healthy young man that you are, are footing the bill for the unhealthy ones Correct. that decided not to have medical insurance and go get medical insurance Correct. once they already got sick because they're allowed to fucking do that Correct. now. Okay. That's all I'll say about that without going down that fucking healthcare rabbit hole. But, but most, it, so, so the point is if we have to fucking pay the bill anyway, then we cannot wear a fucking seatbelt if we don't want to. Well, and here, and here, <laughs> like you here's the thing with that. Make most, me wear a fucking most laws that's most laws are revenue generators. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're revenue generators. What's the difference between me going 70 and 75? I saw something really cool about that, actually. Really? Yeah. Are you about to fucking blow my, my thing out of the water here? <laughs> yeah. Sick. It's it's really interesting. It's um, It was the difference between going 60 and 80 and the difference between going 40 and 60. While you don't think that there's a whole lot happening there, what's actually happening between, <clears throat> or 45 and, I believe it was, yeah, it was 40 and 60, 60 and 75. 45 and 60 and 60 and 75, I, I think is what it was. So what's the difference between going 45 and 60 and 60 to 75? Well, a significant amount of difference. As a matter of fact, as a percentage, you're going, um, now I'm not going to math this all properly, but you're going significantly faster from a percentage basis from 45 to 60 than you are from 60 to 75. Mm -hmm. Because while it's 15 miles an hour both ways, right. it's actually the forces What's that? The forces. What do you mean? Like if you were to make an impact? Oh, no, I'm not oh. talking about impact. Oh, okay. What I'm, what I'm about to tell you is completely irrelevant to impact oh. and more of what it's the, the actual amount of time that you save on a percentage oh, level. Oh, right. Because, yes, one mile per hour is one mile per hour anyway. You slice it. But on a percentage level, you're only saving. 15 minutes, essentially. 
yeah, you're only saving a matter of seconds compared to what the difference in now 30 to 60, 60 to 90. Maybe that's what it was. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me do this again. Okay. Okay. 30 to 60, 60 to 90. They're both 30 mile an hour differences. But what's happening there is you're actually increasing your, uh, your speed twice the amount. So now you're getting there twice as fast, right? Interesting. 30 to 60, 60 mm-hmm. to 90 going twice as fast as opposed to 60 to 90 where you're only going 50% as fast. Right. Right. Or 50, I'm sorry, 50% faster. Intra- you see where it, that's you math. See where I'm going with that? It's math. You're that's going math. twice as fast, 50% faster. So then when you take the actual percentage of time that you save by driving faster. And now this came from a STEM video that I have my kids watch where they were like, Oh, this is like, you know, whatever it's on their iPad. And, and, and they, and I saw it on their STEM video the, the, you know, the science mm-hmm. and the technology. Yes. Engineering. We math. know what STEM means. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. You're I, mansplaining. Okay. <laughs> so, but what was interesting about it is it's obviously basically it's saying drive safe because the extra speed doesn't really matter. Right. Now I completely disagree with that and yep. I speed all the fucking time and I should be allowed Allegedly. to go as, and I, and I should be allowed to go as fast as yes. I want to. But total segue from what we were talking about. I just wanted to explain that when I did see the numbers, I was like, fuck, that's a really good point. That simply going 10 miles an hour faster, and then one of the other facts that it presented was going from 60 to like 70, or from 65 to 75 miles an hour over the course of, I don't know, like a mile or something like that, only gets you there three seconds faster. Yeah. It is like yeah. nominal. nominal. It doesn't matter. Nope. Gaining that 10 miles per hour, it doesn't even matter. No. There's, that was it. Thanks. <laughs> that, was, that was it. I don't know. No, yeah. but- uh, that that was fun, actually. I enjoyed was, it. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Science with Jacob. Dutton. I don't know if everybody enjoyed uh, it. But I don't care. Yeah. Um, it's where we're two hours and twenty minutes in. Jesus Christ, it's a long time. Nobody's <laughs> listening anyway. <laughs> Adam is. Adam is. I know you're there. Um, they're revenue generators. Yeah. Most are. laws are revenue generators. Of course. They don't. They they say they put in laws to save lives, but that same government dropped two nukes on Japan. So, so do they care about human life? Probably not. No. <clears throat> that same government had Japanese internment camps. So do they care about human life? Probably not. Yeah. And sure, you got to do what you got to do to right. not fucking send your boys into a fucking slaughterhouse, which right. would have been Japan because, dude, those motherfuckers were ready to fight to the fucking Samurai. Death. They, they were literally like, they would, during World War II, they had, they militarized everybody. The Imperial Nation of Japan? <laughs> yes. Really? Did they? <laughs> Did they? I mean, they militarized, ev- <laughs> like, every human being was militarized. That would have been, oh, that would have been a such a tremendous loss That would have not been a fun house. That would have that definitely would've... been a kill house. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was said, what was that? We lost a camera. We lost the camera? Oh. Did we... We went that long that we, we lost the camera? We went that long, so we lost your <laughs> camera. So we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up. I wanted to say one thing briefly. And obviously, I'll be saying it to this camera now. Um, I wanted to say, I wanted to say one thing. I thought we had like plugins for these things. No, we just the the. It's not the battery; it's the memory card. Oh jeez! Oh wow! We've been going a while. Ooh, We've so been they're, going. All, they're all about to fucking wrap up yeah. here pretty quick. Same with me. I've been having to pee for like the past. <laughs> really? Minutes. Okay, yeah. I'll wrap it up really fast. I wanted to say this: that when the reason why people don't care about these things happening, like body armor being banned, mm-hmm. I can. I can tell you a quick story 
about why it doesn't matter to anybody. It's because even when I get around a lot of, I live in a very prominently Republican area Mm -hmm. and I get around guys that are very much in tune with supporting the second amendment and they appreciate firearms. Right. They appreciate being able to defend ourselves. However, they have no idea that civilians wear body armor. When I tell them what we do, they go, for reals? For yeah. peoples? Like for people. So they were like, you must have military contracts. You must have government contracts, state contracts, police nope, contracts. Civilians. I was like, no, civilians. So what do you think that this individual who didn't even know that civilians were buying body armor in they the first place, they didn't even know you could own it. They, they were like, care. civilians are allowed to own body armor. They, Dude, I get these questions from them right. all the time. Civilians are allowed to own body armor. The lack, it, it, it's, again, they don't know. It's right. just pure ignorance. But they don't know that civilians are allowed to own body armor. So when a when the government puts these laws in place that are saying, hey, we're going to ban body armor so civilians can't buy it. What do you think they think? They think, uh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. I thought, it, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was already illegal anyway. Yeah, why would, why would you need body armor? Right. But that's why we do what we do. And that's right. why I wanted to wrap all this up with that because it's that awareness that gets created that the more people that are watching this right now that can go out and talk to their neighbors and talk to people and say, hey, this is the reason why we have armor. Right. This is the reason because your government has it because these have it. And it doesn't mean you got to get in that awkward conversation at the fucking, you know, company picnic or, right. you know, your local, you know, yeah. party that you have, your block party. But people don't know. They're like, wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't know you could get it. Should, right. Can I get some? Should I get some? And I, I brought plenty of armor to plenty of people that I know because they're like, I didn't even know I could have it. Yeah. These are the messages now we need to spread yeah. because then it becomes ubiquitous. Then right. it becomes common use. use. And that's what we need to prevent these laws from preventing us from yes. owning them. And with that, we bid thee acquiesce. But actually. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> but we actually, <laughs> sum it up. Make everything common use. Be yes. deadly. Be a good human being. Let's come together, gun community. As a community. Yeah. We are the militia. Ages nine, uh, 18 to 45. <laughs> <laughs> the government is always against us. Yeah. Um, and you know, even you. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't body. Let's get together. Let's be let's let's do good things for the second amendment. Let's not be disingenuous. Yes. I agree. And let's not let let's not get that confused. I want I wanna I wanna specify. When we say we are the militia, we are out here to be able to we're here to preserve our freedoms. We are not saying that let's band together and overthrow the government. No, that's not what we're doing. According to the government's (laughs) own paperwork, the militia act. Every male citizen ages 19, 18 to 45 <laughs> yes. is classified as the militia. <laughs> well regulated indeed. Yes. Well, technically, it's actually considered the unorganized because according to the Militia Act, I just looked this up. Oh, because, no shit. Yeah. Okay. So according to the Militia Act, the organized militia, quote unquote, the well regulated is the National Guard. Ah. Quote unquote. But the unorganized militia is every male citizen ages 18 to 45. Interesting. Yes. So militia was defined as per Thomas per Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Tom and most of the founding fathers, like James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, <clears throat> most of those guys. So bef- this before kind of the militia th- act, okay, they classified every male citizen as the militia. Ah, but when the militia act went into place, that's when that's that's when the revisions started coming around. So and- technically. If we talk about the Militia Act and them defining the militia is the well-regulated militia, meaning the National Guard. Now, again, constitutional or no? But, but here's militia the, act constitutional or no? I it was it was brought about in an act of Congress. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay. This is interesting though. This is interesting because it kind of changes everything. 
it kind of does, but it kind of doesn't. And here's why. Because the subclause, the preamble, I believe is what it's called. Okay. Legally is jargon. I could be wrong. But the, the first sentence of the, the uh, Second Amendment is a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. That's just saying that, hey, we should have a militia because it's important to keep our states free. Right. That is what that says if you're an idiot and can't understand things. Right. Hate to bag on you, but there it is. Right. Then the second one goes, the right, right of, of the, the people. people. <laughs> it doesn't say the right of the militia. Right. It doesn't say only the militia is allowed. Right. It says the right of the people. Right. And that was just the video that you and I did on yes. that, which was like, well, what if they up. confuse the militia the, in the state? In the state. Yeah. Well, let's throw in people too, because you can't fuck that up. You can't fuck it's the right it's, of the people to keep and bear arms. I mean, it says it in one sentence. The so only, where are we missing the fucking? If I'm if I'm correct, the only other one is the First Amendment, that says it's the people's right. Yeah, I believe it's the only other one. Yeah, I think I believe so too. I'd have to check it and, exactly and what it says. But yeah, it, it's pretty fucking clear that it's the right. <laughs> it is the most frustrating thing of the people and, in the world and even if it wasn't in yeah. the constitution it's my goddamn right to be able to <laughs> fucking protect myself yeah with with or without your laws or by your constitution. any means i feel <laughs> necessary even without a constitution it is anybody's right to protect themselves in any country without a constitution yes period it, it is, is your just a right human you, right it's just to be able to protect yourself yeah that's it this is inarguable inalienable it is your <laughs> is, fucking right that's why they said it doesn't matter who you are inalienable doesn't matter doesn't who matter. you are doesn't it matter. is a right it is not to be segregated it is not to be um passed out to only a select few these are rights that come inherently with us as human beings just as it comes in the animal kingdom in the formal animal kingdom it is the right of a predator or a prey to bear fangs so that they can protect themselves against another predator or prey. It they is. don't have to argue about whether or not they're allowed to use their fucking claws. Like I should be able to defend myself, but I guess I'm just going to let no, this fucking No, we're just going to take attack. away your fucking claws. But it's your <laughs> right as a fucking human being. When another human comes up to you and tells you what to do that you can say, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And the best way to be able to say go fuck yourself and have them fuck off yeah. is with some good finger guns. That's <laughs> with some good Shooter. finger guns. <laughs> Shoot him again. Shooter. But for reals, it is. And that is what it is. It is the right of the people. Yep. That's it. Says and with it that. Black and white. <laughs> it, is, it is the right of the people to say, oh, we did the. Aquif. Aquif.